Start close and travel far from your local airport, San Bernardino International Airport. Affordable flights on board Breeze Airways' perennial A220 aircraft with three seating choices will have you flying comfortably away to the San Francisco Bay or go, go, go into Provo, Utah in no time with no traffic, short security lines, and on-site parking for just $5 per day. Now's the time to fly SBD. Book your next trip out of San Bernardino International Airport and experience the Inland Empire's newest way to travel. Learn more at flysbd.com. That's flysbd.com. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Congratulations. Congratulations, Bird. Have a great show. I know you will. Klein Alley Show. Ha, 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 ha. I love everything you guys say. I mean, I'm talking about the show that gives you old people figures. The show that brings you Don't Be a Dick. The show that brings you Sweet Divots. Hard to keep the energy alive after this long. You ain't got to flame everything. Well, 6.7 KROQ FM in HD Pasadena, Los Angeles, Orange County. This is the world famous K Rock. Oh, hell yeah, welcome to Tuesday morning here at the world famous K Rock, Klein Alley Show. Back in your ear holes where we belong. I am Klein. That right there is Allie. Hello, morning. Good morning. Jake the Nerd is back in the building. Hooray. You sound shockingly the same. Thank you. <laughs> Even though he's sick, Omar Khan is here as well. DJ Omar Khan on the ones and twos. Hey, hey. Good you morning. Know, uh, Omar, people are saying all over the uh, goat line and on the socials yeah. that your sexy voice, listen to this. Ooh. I mean, you're getting rave reviews. Your sick voice is a sexy, oh, really? sick voice. Listen to this. Did it, guys. I know you guys are all sick, um, and hopefully you guys get better soon. But uh, let's talk about Omar. That dude's got a sexy as F uh, sick voice. Oh, I mean, wow. That's a real honor to have. I, I think some people do have that. We're not those people. I don't think I sound sexier when I'm sick. Oh, Allie. excuse me. I sound very sexy when I'm sick. No. No, you don't. Who yes, told you that? that you, you, never, you never sound sexy. You ever. guys don't have to say it's just because we work together. So think, it would be weird <laughs> if you said it was. I think, what you're, I, I think what you're trying to say, Allie, is that when you're trying to be sexy, you sound sick. <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Okay, that's it. <laughs> you got this it. This is my sex boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's how hot. Stop it. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, feel good. We're all fighting something. We are by far the germiest morning show you could spend some time with, so it's a good thing we're separated. We'll make it worth your while this morning, get you into the sold-out almost acoustic Christmas. Let's see what you're listening for. Allie, you'll be listening for The Offspring at some point this morning. Hold on, I'll tell you. The uh, the song is uh, Self Esteem. When you hear that. But it went to hell and back it nice. It's not the right one. But uh, you'll be listening for. No sense. Offspring. That's her sexy voice, guys. <laughs> uh, offspring Self Esteem. When you hear that later on, give us a call. We'll get you into the sold out show. Also, get you into LA Comic Con and an LA Kings game. It's all coming up this morning. Let me ask you, uh, what are your thoughts in general on the driver that decides that now is the time to throw that red nose on the front of their car? Oh, already? Oh, and those antlers sticking out of their um, their windows. Dude, those things are so annoying. I try. Oh, you do it, Omar? 
I do not. My wife does. My kids are all on her to get them on already. We have them out. We found them when we were unpacking all our Christmas decorations. But I, I don't think my wife's going to do it until I, like maybe the end of this. But, month. but 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 regardless of the time of that, Omar, you're a fan of yeah. the person that turns the car into the reindeer. I am not a fan of that. No, okay. the kids wanted to do it in my car. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. It's a really <laughs> annoying thing because I did it one year when I drove for Lyft because I thought it would help me get more tips and stuff. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to be so festive and cool. And it's so annoying because as soon as you roll down a window, an antler falls yeah, off an antler. and you forget. And right. you're like, anytime you go into a parking garage, you're like, damn it. <laughs> you have to open the door you, and get You want to hear some funny? That, so that happened to us, and the kids were in the car, and, and I was like, oh, it's a lost cause. Let's keep driving. <laughs> and, uh, and I was just like, and the kids were all like, no, nah, no. Nah. I was like, nope, we're not we're not circling back. And, my, and we, we actually had to circle back, and we actually found it. But I was just like, what are you guys doing? Come yeah. on. No, no, no. I think that's yeah. the move of the people that make those like car reindeer kits is they're probably anticipating that on average each person has to buy four of them yeah. because they keep losing the It's antlers. like an AirPod. I yesterday got... Um, got the middle finger salute from someone who was driving one of those cars. And I thought to myself, what type of person is festive huh. enough to put the car and the antlers, the antlers and the nose on their car, and also get angry enough that they could throw the middle finger at right, me? Right, exactly. When I was doing something that was such a mid... I mean, it wasn't even like, I get it. Sometimes I get a middle finger. I'm like, yep, I totally deserved it. I was on my phone. I was not yep. moving. I was waiting for the guy in front of me to make a left. I couldn't go anywhere. And this guy kept honking, honking, honking. <gasps> Finally, he just did this aggressive move around. Ew. Now, I don't know if he was driving someone else's car. Because as, as I looked at this guy, I go, he doesn't strike me as an antler car guy. But if you're driving a car with an antlers and the big red dumb nose on the front bumper, you, you should understand. You're supposed to be a cheery driver. Yeah, you got to understand, like, that's... That's you now. Like, you, you've now taken on the festiveness of that. That's your identity, right? And you have to take on that identity. You can't... But but I feel like people who are really cheery about Christmas can also be secret a-holes. Sometimes I think that's the... Mo that they're trying to cover up their a-holeness. Right. By, like, just quick, get me wrapped in Christmas stuff. Yeah, because the most, like, judgy, mean people on our entire block are the people that, that decorate the biggest. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Man, I wonder if they're trying to compensate because they're a-holes so much time. They want to, like, you know, fool everybody. Like, ah, nobody's going to think I'm an a-hole, you know, the rest of the year. But yeah. I have so much Christmas cheer. It's kind of like what kids do because they're like, All right, I guess Santa's keeping track for the list now. i got to start putting it together. <laughs> got to make my move. Can't be an a-hole. Uh, 11 months of naughty. i got one month to get this right. Took all of us, like, doing that crazy floss before. Our trip to the dentist, you know? Yeah. I gotta get rid of a year worth of plaque right now. Yeah, those are the antler people. Yeah, say, so, all right, now, problem solved. Look at that, mystery figured out. It's not even 6, 10 in the morning already. Got a decent show planned for you, tell you all about it. This is STP as we kick things off on a Tuesday morning from K-Rock. Live, local, interactive, K-Rock, we are Klein Alley Show. Uh, if you thought you felt an earthquake last night around midnight, you very well may have. There was a three-fiver that hit Big Bear. But oh. they felt it in Palmdale. They felt it in parts of Southern California, San Bernardino. Omar, did you feel that, by the way? You were not that far, I feel like. Uh, around what time? Midnight last night? 11.59, nope. I think it hit? Nope. Did not feel it. No. But you're like one of these guys doesn't feel anything. That is true. I don't think, yeah, it's been a long time since I've woken up from an earthquake. Yeah. I think there are certain people that are all, like, they'll, even if it was like a, a 1.2 that happened, you know, in like San Diego. There's people that are like, "Yep, I felt it," and I'm like, "How did you possibly feel that?" There's <laughs> they other people, didn't. There's some. There's been some big rumblers here that I like completely. Just uh, either I'm unaware or I don't. Well, have... you get mad because you're sleeping or something during them, and then everyone else is like, "Whoa, earthquake!" and you missed out on it. 
Yeah, the you have bi- earthquake FOMO. One of the bigger ones that happened around here, I forget when it was. I mean, it wasn't huge, but it was a big enough one that everyone was talking about it. I think I was driving, and I was like, what, what the hell is everyone talking about? We were like going over a speed bump <laughs> yeah, right I, when it happened. I finally got there, and everyone's like, oh my God, that was crazy. I'm like, what? What are we talking about here? Potholes? I'm in. Let me get it on this. I got nothing. Potholes. Yeah, so anyway, that's uh, that was last night. Uh, big Bear, and uh, it, does, it does seem like usually, though, and I don't know what it is, when the earthquakes hit, especially those little ones that are just kind of annoying more than anything, it is almost always middle of the night, right? Like, it's it's almost always, except for that 4th of that July. True. There was that 4th of July one we had a few years ago here. I remember that one. Yes. But that I was middle of the day. Of but are... usually it does feel like they're like they're just annoying enough to wake you up and make you feel like, wait, was that an earthquake? And Do you think you're... the earthquakes are doing it on purpose? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they got to be women. Right? Hey! <laughs> I had a weird dream. Yeah, I had a dream you were cheating on me. I'm going to wake you up just enough to annoy I you. I heard something. Oh, it was me. <laughs> yeah, it really seems like it's... I don't know uh, who that woman is, the expert that they always have with the glasses. She's all, the one causing the earthquake. She must be. <laughs> I, you know that the expert they always go through? She's like the one expert. Yes, I don't remember yeah. her name. Susie Hale or something like She's that. She's like the one expert. When she dies, we're all doomed. Yeah, we have, yeah, right. She'll always explain how, like, even though we didn't have the warning system, like, next time we're going to know it or something. Or, or she'll yeah, say something like, I knew it was coming. <laughs> Like, and you're like, what? what? Like before everyone's iPhones. Or, or she'll say something along the lines of like, yes, uh, it, the um, the pre-earthquake system actually did take effect and we did get it. People did get the message 0.3 seconds before they felt it. Or like, that is so useless. Yeah, I know. But you know what? She has a lot of expertise and she's learning something that I think is just an old trade that no one really wants to learn anymore. She's probably tried to teach it to so many younger people, and they're like, I don't care. But people get real defensive of her, because I remember one time we were like, this information usually is not important, like, that we get after the fact. Cause she'll- yeah, but as soon as we have a good, big-ish earthquake, everyone's looking to her for answers. Right, they want the answers. And, but then she always goes out there and says the same thing. You remember when I played uh, Fake Pet Psychic last week on the show? Oh, yes. How could I, I could forget? I could easily do Fake Earthquake Expert, because <laughs> that is like, you. basically, she goes up and she goes... There's a good chance that that was the main one, but that could be a foreshock for a bigger one that's coming, but that also could be an aftershock for something else that had happened. Thank you. No questions. <laughs> and that's pre- and everyone's like, she's an expert. Oh, my God. She knows everything. Yeah, but I think that, you know, everybody wants, even though that's useless information, for some reason that satisfies us in, yeah. a, in an earthquake scenario. You're like, but it might be, but it won't be, but I don't know. Well, if you did feel something around midnight last night, there you go. It was, uh, it was that damn pesky female earthquake just waking me up to let you know she's here. We take a quick break. We're back in a second with 100 bucks up for grabs. If you'd like Allie's money, it's as easy it's as easy as possible today because she's sick, she's sleep deprived, and uh, she said she, she doesn't know a lot about what's going on in the world. So uh, call now, 800-520-1067. We'll get to your Allie Knows the News in just a moment. If you'd like to play, now's the time to call. Uh, coming up on the show today. Have you already made the most regrettable purchase? Cyber Monday was only yesterday, and your item hasn't even arrived yet, but you regret buying it. I've got one of those. I'm sure you do as well. We'll get to that. Uh, We've got the What is Nerdy About You for Comic-Con access. We'll get you some three-day weekend passes to LA Comic-Con and uh, some import-export action, stuff that's happening around the world. I think we go to Japan today. they got something going on there that I think we should bring to America immediately. We'll talk about that and much more. Go Nowhere show continues next with your $100 after this. Easiest 100 bucks you can get. People all over Southern California want a shot at Allie's Cash. Every morning around this time, little Allie knows the news action, which starts right now on K-Raw. Win $100 so you can buy booze. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. Five questions. Do better than Allie. And also, there's a brand new song for you, Allie. Oh! 
Wonky cervix, you're the one. <gasps> Over Christmas, it's so much fun. Oh. Wonky cervix, we're awfully fond of you. You, boop, boop, be doo. <gasps> Love you, Allie. There you go. That Inspiration. So A song inspired by Allie's wonky cervix. And it's not that insulting. Well, it should be. It was supposed to be. We'll have to recut it that song. It was heartwarming and I'll insulting. put back the second verse in. Uh, let's say hi to Chris, Culver City. Give you a shout at Allie's Cash. What's up, Chris? Hello, Chris. I win. Oh, no. Going once, Chris. We're going to move on. Going twice, Chris. Hello, Chris. Gone. Let's say I'm hi. I'm okay with sticking with Chris. Hey, Will, how goes it? Is there something going uh, on with the phones? Yeah, there must oh. be. Our phones are all jammed up. Hold on one second. Uh, this is so annoying. Hold on, I'm gonna try them. I'm gonna try them over here. Let's see if this works. Uh, hello. Nope, phones are not working. Oh today. no! That's annoying. Yeah, but they're on the line. Why? Why wouldn't we be able to yeah, have them on the air? Let me see. I'm gonna assume that they never put the no delays on. Hmm. Well, this is one of them conundrums, guys, doing live radio. It's supposed to work smoothly. As you know, this show is a well-oiled machine. Why don't uh, I play uh, against Omar? You know it's great, though, Allie? They'll, <laughs> they're going to try to figure it out in there. I think they have to reset the phones. Um, while we stall, I've got the perfect thing to stall with. Our very own Vanessa, a.k.a. <gasps> oh. AKA Dead Tooth. We are well, working on it. I know. Thanks, thanks, thanks Vanessa. I, I, I don't need that update right now. <laughs> Uh, she was uh, nice enough to record that entire article, that very long article that was written about our show. Yeah, we she, decided to ask her to make an audiobook. She of it. did it in one take. Uh, listen, you can download this and listen at your leisure. I think Jake posted it as a podcast. Yeah, it's, it's already up. You can listen to it. It's uh, 22 minutes <laughs> for, for her to get through <laughs> the article. She like, came back in and she was like, oh man, I'm so tired. Yeah. I had to like drink water in the middle. So here's just... <laughs> Here's just a taste of uh, what you can get uh, while we uh, reset the phones here on K-Rock. In the immortal words of Vince Colley, in a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. Being a, in a town that loves spectacles, we love our heroes and villains. Like gladiators, we love to see them succeed just as much as we like to see them crash and burn. Every once in a while, the lines get blurred and we get a happy ending. For this segment, we... <laughs> We, we go back to world of radio broadcasting. There you have it. Why is she laughing? I don't know. We're not, we're not sure. I think this, she was on a good streak there for like 10 yeah. seconds. Yeah. How many, uh, let's bet. How many words do you think she'll be able to make it through before she decides to start over or lose You know, it? with Vanessa, when she starts down a, a, a spiral... Then she completes like every other word. So I think it's going to be another two seconds. Let's before try. She... We all know the story of the world famous K Rock. Or do we? Almost. She almost, <laughs> she almost got dun, through. Dun, dun. All right. We're going to figure out the phones here. We'll come back in a second. A little Allie knows the news action on a reset. 800 1067. If you couldn't get through, we think we know why right now. We'll come back, play the game, give away some money. We'll do it all after Foo Fighters right here on K Rock. All right, take two. It's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Good morning. How goes it? 100 bucks. Alley's money is up for grabs at this exact moment. If the phones are working, let's test them out and see. Hey, Mark. Hey, Klein. Hallelujah. We have figured it out. Look at that. Who said we can't do anything around here? Phones are up and uh, running again. 800-520-1067. If you need us, you can call. You can text. we got five questions. Uh, hopefully, you're feeling smart. Mark? Yeah, smart as I'll ever good. be. 
Crystal clear right, connection let's just get here. Get this started before it goes. <laughs> I think the way it works. Fast. I think the way it works with this company is they just stop paying the bills around June, and then eventually, like they just start shutting stuff down as the end of the year comes, and then they're like, "Oh, we better pay, or else we're going to be out of phones and power by the first of the year." I think we're on second or third notice by now. Yeah, we do get a lot of warnings about unpaid bills mm-hmm. around here. It's wild. All right, hold on, Mark. All right, I'm gonna go. The, per- the only person that does get paid is the person that beats Allie, and Allie knows the news. We make sure they get paid immediately. Uh, all right, here we go. Five questions. Allie's going to sequester herself. Mark, hopefully you answer them accurately and quickly, and your round of Allie Knows the News starts now. Here we go. Allie Knows the News. All right, this uh, late-night host canceled shows because of a, quote, ruptured appendix. Which late-night show uh, host had to cancel shows? Stephen Colbert. Question number two. This shark is planning on leaving Shark Tank after meeting Klein. That's not why... This shark is leaving, by the way. 16 seasons, a good run. Which shark has announced they will be leaving Shark Tank? Uh, The only one I know by name is Mark Cuban. Question number three. Disney's latest movie was apparently a financial flop, only bringing in $31.7 million over the five-day long weekend, way below projections and expectations. Which movie was it? Wish. Question four. Woman is in critical condition still after she refused to let go of her purse during a robbery gone wrong in the parking lot of this amazing place. Uh, uh, Disneyland. And finally, it was a last-second win in an otherwise incredibly boring Monday night football game last night, but who won the game? Chiefs. All right, let's bring Allie back in. We'll score together. If you're listening and you think I could do better, you'll have a chance tomorrow right around this time. 100 bucks up for grabs every day, which means over the course of the week, $500. Do the math. $2,000 up for grabs every month. And I couldn't possibly figure out how much money we've put on the line over the course of the year. Sounds like probably millions. Allie, here we go. This late night host canceled shows because of a ruptured appendix. Colbert. He also said Colbert. Answer is Colbert. That's one of those weird medical things that freaks me out because it can happen at any, any moment. Second. And all of a sudden, if you just feel like even you have a little bit of pain in your stomach, you're like, could be gas, could be my appendix is about to explode. Yeah, that happened to me at a concert. And, and, and But it wasn't the appendix that ended up being a kidney stone, but I thought to myself, oh my God, my appendix right. just burst in yeah, front it, of everybody. And if it happens and you don't do it right, I guess you die. You die. It's really crazy. Question number two. This shark is planning on leaving Shark <laughs> Tank after meeting Klein. Ah, Mark Cuban. Cuban, our boy, recent guest of the show. Did we mush another one? Good question. Is correct. That's also what Mark said on the phone. Allie and Mark are tied up 2-2. Go to question number three. Disney's latest movie was a financial flop, bringing in only $31.7 million over a five-day weekend, way below projections and expectations. This movie? You want me to name the movie? Yeah. Wish. Wish is correct. They got my money. Well, yeah, because everyone's just going to see it. Well, but apparently <laughs> not, Al. We only brought in... That's their... I, went, I went and there was only three other families in the entire What? Movie. Really? It was crazy. Yeah, I was yeah. kind of surprised as well. Because usually Disney just puts out any movie, especially over the holidays, and it'll just be packed regardless. Well, I also didn't really see a lot about the movie. Question Isn't number four. Isn't it like a four. mix of all the other movies? It was a weird movie. But I was <laughs> on a bunch of gummies and I thought Disney knocked it out of the park. <laughs> question four. Allie's, by the way, tied up with Mark 3-3. We got a question four. Woman is in critical condition after she was uh, refused to let go of her purse during a robbery gone wrong in the parking lot of this amazing place. Oh, Disneyland. That's what he said as well. Is that, that is Disneyland? wrong. Costco. 
the parking oh, lot of a Costco. Yes. Both of you got that That's wrong. That's right. And now it all comes down to this final question, and it's all tied up. Last second win, last night's Monday Night Football game. It was a boring game, but it was won in the last seconds. By which team? The Bears. He said the Chiefs. They didn't even play. The Bears did beat the Vikings with a field goal at the end of the game. Allie with a final last second victory of her own. And uh, Mark, what must you shamefully admit through your terrible phone connection? This is Mark uh, from West L.A. Allie knows the news. Yeah, she kind of does today, and uh, she gets to go ahead and take her money back. Cannons will be at K-Rock's Acoustic Christmas, December 9th. Sold out show. We'll get you in later this morning, and here they are with Loving You on K-Rock. That's Cannons. They will be at Acoustic Christmas. Very looking much, very much looking forward. Let me start that sentence again. Very much looking forward to seeing that band live at the Kia Forum. We'll get you in as well. Listen for The Offspring later this morning when you hear us play Self-Esteem, something the show lacks. You can call us, be caller 20-800-520-1067. Now that the phones we think are working again, that'll help you get into the show later this morning with us. Uh, international travel. It seems fun. Also kind of annoying because you got to get that passport figured out and you got to stand in line, a lot of customs checks. Worth that's, it. But, Allie, that's why when you wonder why Klein fell for the Eagle scam that I fell for, whenever you do international travel, there's a lot of Eagles to let you know you're in the right line. I mean, really, just you got to get a passport every 10 years. It's not that hard. I'm just saying when you tr try to figure out which line to get into, are you a U.S. citizen, are you not? You can go to the DMV. Look for the eagle. When you don't want to read, you just look for the eagle. There's a couple easy places you can go. There's stuff happening all over the world, though, and we like to look at this stuff and think to ourselves, do we bring this to America? Should this be here in our country, or do we leave it where it is? We call this import-export. Uh, I have not been so excited about an import-export in a long time because Japan is on to something that I think that every single person in America would say, absolutely, we should bring this here. No, I don't know about everybody. Well, there's a small group of people that would be very <laughs> anti this. <laughs> well, there's this company in Japan that I guess smoke breaks were very ingrained in the culture of the workplace to the point where they were missing like 30 to 45 minutes of work every day just by taking smoke breaks and one whistleblower non-smoking employee said hey you know what because i'm the only buddy who's here in the office full time i should get more vacation days than the smoking employees and they changed the policy so now people who are non-smokers in the, at this company get six more vacation days than the employees who smoke. They did the math. They figured out if the average person's taking, I don't know, three to five smoke breaks a day, each smoke break is 10 minutes plus. Do the math over the time. The person who is a non-smoker has earned, just by not smoking, an additional six vacation days, which is real. I mean, that's so... It's over a week of vacation. That's yeah. a real, that's like actually time to do something. But here's the thing. Number one, not to just immediately defend the smokers, but well, when, you, when you go out for Are you smoking smoke, again, by the way, these days? I, look, look, that's not what we're talking about here. It is we're what we're talking about. This, this import, This is export. why. Now we this know. This is the You're back to smoking, huh? No, 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 no. Not all the time. Just, uh, just, uh, <laughs> just while she's trying to get pregnant. Just, yeah, you know, just Alex, while I'm pregnant. Just, just while she's trying to <laughs> When is the last cigarette? When is the last cigarette you have? I don't want to talk Did about you have it. a cigarette in, in uh, on your trip just now in uh, Colorado? Of course. It was vacation. Okay. So you had a cigarette within the last two days? Yeah. But Did you I put smoke in Wesley's face? <laughs> No, I don't ever do it if he's obviously. I'm not going to do it when he's awake. It's when I'm like drinking and stuff. Does he have RSV or RSV mental? He has. <laughs> what does he currently have? He has RSV. Okay. That's besides the point. Right. And I don't do it during work hours, unless I'm at a concert.
Yeah, you smoke a lot. <laughs> when, we're, when we have events, you or are in Vegas. you love cigarette breaks. <laughs> anyway, so you are defending the smokers, which is fine. I'm just saying, if you are Free country. smoking a cigarette at work, it's not necessarily true that you're not working. You can work on your phone while you're smoking, and then there are plenty of people who don't smoke. Who are goofing off and doing all kinds of, ooh, hey, what's up, social hour, water cooler conversation, and not working all the time. And they're doing their social thing that some smokers would be doing with other smokers, but they're doing it in the building. But so listen, they're wasting time, too. Every job is different, but there are a lot of jobs where you're pretty much chained to your desk. And you have to, like, your computer knows when you're there, knows when you're not there. And for whatever reason, if you do work with these smokers, and I've worked with some of these people that take full advantage of and abuse the smoke break because they will just... That was the, that, it's like, if you need to go to the bathroom, usually at your job, they're not going to say, no, get back to work. But if you uh, have to go number two every 11 minutes, there would be a couple of red flags, like right. Jake. It's a condition. Right. So with the smokers, there are some people that have been kind of grandfathered into this thing, and they're like, I've been smoking a carton a day for the last 10 years, and right. I'm not so stopping it's just, now. It's just Kathy. She's been here forever. Right. That's Kathy. She just goes, and, and you end up doing the math, and if you're a non-smoker, you're looking and going, I think Kathy spends more time standing outside the office than she ever does doing work here. Yeah. This is crazy. Well, remember there was a guy we used to work with who would smoke probably every hour. And every I would, hour. Because any time I was in the elevator going up, he would either be coming down or or going back up from, right. from a cigarette. And it did, and he actually was not good at his job. Terrible. And it made me mad because I was like, it's not the cigarette's fault. Yeah, he did give smoke. Allie was mad because he, <laughs> she thought he was giving all the people that take smoke breaks a bad name. Yeah, but because I, he was. Listen, I'm not, I was never really a fan of smoking cigarettes at least. But I was a fan oh, of breaks. Out, Huge fan of breaks. <laughs> you're missing out. And yeah, I really thought awesome. I, I thought about taking up smoking just because of the breaks. Because I said, look, I would love the idea. I hate sitting at a desk doing work. I would love the idea of having a reason to get up and go. And the way pick that up smoking, dude. I may pick it up. <laughs> yeah, it's it awesome, up. dude. With coffee, oh, there's it's way better than better. vacation. And then oh you know you won't have <laughs> yeah. to you won't get to old people secret status. I've had you'll more, be <laughs> I've had more yeah. than a few cigarettes in my day. But I just never was at, at the person where... Like, you were never if, a regular yeah, Well, usually drinking had to be involved. Yeah. or had to be late at night or something. Like, situational based. I have to be on Molly or something. But the concept now that in uh, Japan, if you don't smoke, they give you six extra vacation days. I say import it. Why not? Maybe some I, people quit smoking. Maybe others take up smoking because they decide they'd rather have the, the breaks during the day. I don't really care. You know what? Then the, what's going to happen is that people are going to be smoking secretly. And being like, I don't smoke. And then they're going to go into the bathrooms. Uh, or they're going to go in some kind of closet. Yeah, they're going to get shamed again. And they're going to, yeah. Great, get your six more days of vacation. I mean, smokers are already shamed a lot. Mm. Yeah. Are they, though? They're so cool, though. <laughs> I feel they like everyone's cool. accepted they're cool. I think that Netflix has accepted that they're cool. Yeah, they're cool, right? <laughs> For sure. And uh, they're really cool in Netflix shows. Uh, but everyone else shuns them. Al, you vote import or export? Export. Al, says keep in Japan. Omar, import, export. Um, I don't really care. Just let's pick up smoking again. Jake? I love to smoke. Import, export, Jake. I want everyone to sound like me. Import. Jimmy <laughs> oh, no. World, K-Rock. Almost one year ago, those guys were on stage at the Almost Acoustic Christmas, and we will give you a chance to join us coming up shortly here this morning. Listen for The Offspring, uh, Self Esteem, call us when you hear the song, and we'll get you into the sold out show. Uh, your ADD news coming up in just a moment throughout the entire day today. If you can't wait or you did not yet download the bonus podcast, Vanessa reading the article that was recently written about our show. We have excerpts to play you throughout the show, and let's go ahead and enjoy another one right now. K-Rock's Klein Alley Show. Three words best. 
encapsulated some emotions that have surrounded the station of late. Specifically, the morning show, hate, tolerant, love. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Well done. That, uh, that's a 20-minute podcast you can listen to, her reading the article in its entirety. And uh, you can go ahead and link to that. Just find our podcast. It should be service to you as we speak. I'm going to listen to it on my way home. It's going to be great. I think I'll be home before it's finished. She did it in one take. <laughs> and now, your news. Grab your Adderall. No, seriously, grab it. The shortage is real. It's time for ADD News. By the way, if you need any, I know a guy. All right, well, we were talking about smoke breaks earlier, but here's a way better break. Getting an unexpected week off of work because you ruptured your appendix. Doesn't a ruptured appendix sound pretty great right now? Mm, I think it's painful. I th- yeah, at first, but then you have surgery and you're good. Anyway, yeah. the late show was postponed after the holiday weekend because Steve Colbert suffered a ruptured appendix and had to have surgery. And he thanked his wife and his kids for putting up with him. And he said, going forward, all emails to my appendix will be handled by my pancreas. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Are you taking a full week off, though? I mean, my wife had her appendix out. She was out back to work the following day. Really? No, but did yeah. she have to have surgery? Yeah, yeah. Because if the they take thing. it out and it's not yet ruptured, I think it's different than if it's already kind of exploded inside of you. Oh, so and his they, was already ruptured. They got to vacuum up the pieces or something. Got I'm it. not a doctor, okay. just for full disclosure, but uh-huh. I think that's how it works. Really? You look like one. I know I do. I feel like I get that a lot out. Put that stain on your shirt. People say screams doctor. <laughs> you know what? You do have a uh, doctor's handwriting though. I Thank you. I got that going for me. So you could probably write a prescription for yourself, and I've done that. No one would ask questions. Oh wait, you did do that. All right, we didn't talk about the big plane story of the holiday weekend. It's a story that's still been making the rounds this morning, and it happened on a Southwest flight. Happened in New Orleans, and it happened before takeoff. The this guy had. I guess it started with an argument that he got into with another passenger, but then he started having some kind of a breakdown, and before the plane took off, he decided to open the emergency exit, jump out the window, and onto the wing of the plane. Sweet. Yeah, it was It it does say out there on the wing, do not stand, though. I do read that a lot on the wings. (laughs) You spray paint that usually on the wing. When I'm sitting on the plane, I'm bored, and there's no internet, I'll read the wing. (laughs) That's the only book you've ever finished. That's the only time I've... (laughs) I love that book, Allie. Every time I plane wing, I'm gonna say read the wing. Do not stand. (laughs) All right, thank you. That was a good book. Uh, Done and done. Um. Anyway, the I think the unsung hero of the incident was this guy who uh, this video has been viewed millions of times at this point. He was giving the entire play-by-play of the events after they happened and his reaction. He put something on the plane and he jumped out the exit window. Oh my! Everybody started getting off. I've never been so scared. Child, my chest hurt. I left my luggage. I never dreamed I'd be going through nothing like this. There he is, there he is, there he is, there he is. He's taking the Oh, my God. There he is. Lord, there he is. They got him. Thank God. I love how oh. when he's walking off the plane, he's like, I love my luggage. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the kind of stuff I would think about. And be like, wait, what am I going to do about my bag? We've seen so many viral videos of passengers behaving badly that now when you're in the middle of one, I think people feel like it is the equivalent of like... Yeah, they're like, oh my God, like seeing a celebrity. Yeah, I'm I'm in the middle of one of these. Oh my God, he jumped out, he jumped out. We've all seen them, so it's like, I can't believe this is happening, and I'm I'm starring in it. (laughs) And there's the guy. That's us. Oh, this guy who jumped off and said he had a bomb. Travel. Isn't it fun? We uh, we kick off a brand new hour of the show after Bush, and in that hour, some surprises for sure. We'll also unload Go Together. 
questions, comments, concerns that they've been uh, waiting on the GOAT line. We will unload GOAT together. We'll do it all next right here on K-Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, yeah. Good morning. And how goes it? Just a couple of weeks to go. And we're done with this year. Into 2024. We got lots to get to, though, before the end of the year, including this Friday. We're going to be doing a live uh, event at LA Comic Con. We will get you in later this hour, as a matter of fact. The theory is everyone's got something about them that is nerdy. And what used to be the big joke about, oh, who goes to the Comic Cons? It's the biggest nerds in the world. Really not the case anymore. It hasn't been the case for a while. It's pretty mainstream. In fact, I think even the nerds, the real hardcore nerds, are like almost turning on the Comic-Cons, going like, oh, that's a place for cool people. Right, exactly. But if you really think about it now, because it is so mainstream, everyone has something nerdy about them, for the most part. Of course, you have to. And, and it could be something that you don't think is nerdy. Like, Jake the Nerd, we were talking about this yesterday. He's the worst type of nerd because he can't help us with computer problems. No. He does, he's not useful to us in any way, like in a way that if you had a good nerdy... Like, I do have a nerdy friend that legitimately, if I have an issue with my iPhone, computer, he'll be like, ah, you need this cable, it's an auxiliary cord, I have it. Boom, comes over, done and done. It's the best. Yeah, like last... Jake, useless, Jake has, we gave Jake an iPad here so he could start doing some more animation for the show. He hasn't been able to turn the thing on. Oh, that's been, a, that's been six months. A, a year, Allie. It's been almost a year. And he goes. about Spider-Man, though. Oh, my God. Well, see, that's the thing is that he has all this useless knowledge that doesn't help us. Yeah, he's the worst type of nerd. 
You want to hear about Star Wars? No. I don't want just random trivia about movies and then random facts about bears and dumpsters. We need stuff that's actually going to help us. So later this hour, we will celebrate what is the uh, nerdiest thing about you, or are you a nerd based on one thing or one hobby you're into? We'll get to that and reward someone with weekend passes. So if you want to come out and support, you can as well. It'll be the Friday night. Friday Night Live is going on from 7 to 9 at L.A. Comic Con at the L.A. Convention Center. We're taking over the main stage, our show, a bunch of guests. It's going to be a good time. We've announced some of the lineup. They've got the rest of it posted. Some surprises we can't yet talk about on the show, but it's going to be a good hang on Friday night in uh, downtown L.A. And then, of course, we're like 10 days away from the 32nd annual sold-out K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. We have tickets for you coming up this morning when you hear us play The Offspring. Self-esteem could be happening this hour or at least one hour from right now. So be listening and be ready. We will unload goats together as we get into this hour of the show next on K-Rock. What a 2023 it's been for Blink-182. Back together and just crushing it, selling out stadiums all across the world. Uh, Thanks, Blink, joining us here on K-Rock. And as we like to say, congratulations, Bird. So uh, we got the goat line here. That number is 844-956-GOAT. It's there for you 24-7, 365. When we're not around, we can always take your calls on the goat line. And every once in a while, like once a week, we unload goat to make more room. <laughs> Usually it uh, ends up being things uh, that you guys are upset about. But it's a good opportunity for us to reconnect with podcast listeners. And even those of you who listen live on K-Rock, which we would greatly appreciate. But uh, you can't get through live or you think of something after the fact. I can listen live again, so I'm getting caught up on the podcast. I have a theory on why Allie's hot sister was able to convince her husband to do a whole new wedding ceremony. So we know that Allie's mom is the undisputable throat goat. Oh, in- God. <laughs> Seriously? Allie's mom. <laughs> got the magic mouth. That's oh, what she says, Allie. No. She's got the, uh, she's apparently now known as the throat goat. That's yeah, why she's... Yeah, I don't think she does that, guys. Well, she's not a mouth, not, not she's, doing the mouth stuff. She sure is, because she keeps, uh, getting better and better husbands that are richer and richer. <laughs> she's moving up, Allie, so... Undisputable throat goat, and we, we've heard Allie brag about her mouth-south skills. I mean, can you imagine... Interesting theory. This guy is convinced that your sister, your hot sister, is also that gene, the throat goat gene, runs in your family. Right. Because you bragged about it as well. You must have gotten it from your mom, just like you got your kleptomania from her. Your cheapness. You definitely got her throat goat skills. But my sister got all the better versions of all my genes. Yeah. So she's she's the Schwarzenegger and you're the DeVito. (laughs) So she's definitely doing throat goat even. Good theory. I like that theory. Throat goat too. Allie's sister. Not only hot, but good with the mouth. We got to get her on to confirm that. Stop. No. Hey, guys. What's up? This is Rico here. So I'm here sitting in my car, stoned and uh, at work, and I got this epiphany. Hey, Allie, you could potentially be my stepdaughter? Yeah. Hey, message to your mama. <laughs> After she's born with number three, tell her to get right here with number four. Oh, my God. Already God. people lining up to Stop. start to marry your mom. That's disgusting. That's a great radio contest. Be Allie's stepdad. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be great. No. I'm waiting for her. Time's almost up. I know it. She's almost bored. I'll see you later. <laughs> Stepdaughter. Bye. Oh, God. That's Rico, your new stepfather. <laughs> Wait, is he rich? Uh, apparently. Ri- Rico, <laughs> if you're rich or you love mouth stuff. Uh, <laughs> you his want... name's Rico. Yeah, you, yeah, it means rich, Allie. That's ex- <laughs> he's, he's rich. Hey, what's up, birds? Uh, just want to say a great <laughs> job on the show last Wednesday. Perfect. Nothing missing. Mm, okay. okay, that was that it. Was, that's the day I was gone. <laughs> 
Let's move on. It's funny you bring up you being gone because the next message does ask about that. Nobody called out Allie about that BS story about her being sick and she wanted to reschedule flights. And I mean, dude, you can't reschedule or rebook a flight on Thanksgiving Day. Like, what kind of just horrible, horrible lie is that? Like, I don't know. So many, so many holes in her story if you go back over it. I, I don't know. I lost count. I'm surprised that you guys didn't call her out on that. Okay. What, what, now, here's the thing. Allie did, I, it wasn't Thanksgiving Day, by the way. It was the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you said, everyone in my house is sick. I'm not going to make it in. I think we're canceling this trip. And then it became, well, we may just, re- Katie may just reschedule her ticket. And then we all saw you post a picture, like a couple hours later, in... Yeah, because 30 minutes before we were leaving, I had me and Wesley's stuff packed. I was packing up the car, and Katie says, I haven't thrown up in an hour. I think I can do this. Uh-huh. And right. she threw a bunch of and crap. you guys look super healthy, yeah, super happy. You, you we were not healthy. Bunch of super fun. Trust me. We were not healthy yeah. or happy. Minus that giant herpy on your face. Shut up. Everyone in that picture looked ha- happy and healthy. <laughs> all right. Can we get through the alley bashing into uh, the next? Isn't there another goat call? No, all the goat calls are about your mom or about you. Look, uh, you, you, you saw me at work the day before, and I felt like crap all day long. I was nauseous all day to the point where up. I thought maybe I was pregnant. And then, lo and behold, the next night, Katie started throwing up uncontrollably. I'm going to read the text. And she was begging me, please don't go into work. This was the text from Allie. Let me just read it verbatim. I don't want to screw this up, guys. This is what she said to us. It was almost like the whole trip was not going to happen. It's true. Is it, though? Yes, but then Katie said, I don't want you guys to have to stay. You guys should at least go. And I was like, all right, great. So I was packing our stuff. And then, For me, I literally moved the stuff from Wesley's suitcase into my suitcase. We were doing it all together. It was just going to be me and him. And then at the last second, she was like, I think I can do it. Especially because there weren't any other flights. I called. Yeah, well, we knew that was going to It happen. was hard to switch it. So she was like, all right, I'm, a, I'm either going to not go or I'm going to try and get my ass together and at least Don't get a Don't think I'm going to make it suitcase. in today. Everyone's been sick here. Probably going to cancel the trip or at the very least... You're not reading Katie the text message. You're making it later. up because you can't I find can't it. I can't find it, but it's here somewhere. <laughs> it says something in here. Some, something similar. All right. Did you delete it? Did you do Why one of those vanishing texts? Why would I lie text? to you? Well, like, I'm not lying about any of this stuff. I would love to be in here. You don't understand that being here is a vacation. I get it, but that was a questionable move right there. Yes, and Wednesday that's also why I taking Kate, that day as off? Katie was over a toilet going, please, please don't go into work, please, yeah. I thought to myself, they're going to think I'm lying. Yeah. Well, you could have sent in the herpy at least. I don't. We take a quick break. She actually is funny. What is, I know, the herpes, <laughs> that's Allie's magic. We take a quick break. We're back in a second. Uh, are you a nerd? What is the nerdiest thing about you? Could score you some three-day passes to LA Comic Con. We'll do it next. All right, K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. How goes it? Are you a nerd? You probably are. You may not be full-time nerd. may not be like a 24-7 occupation, but perhaps you've got that one thing or two things that you collect or that you still have, and you're like, yep, yeah, bottom line, I'm not throwing out not throwing out these uh, Star Trek sheets. I had them when I was a kid. I'm keeping them. Not getting rid of them. The Star Trek what? Sheets. Oh. Maybe yeah, those sheets. It's Star Trek. It's Star Trek. Whatever, dude. <laughs> It's all the same. Whatever, dummy. Shut up, nerd. Uh, 800-520-1067. What is the nerdiest thing about you? We will uh, reward you handsomely with some three-day passes to join us. L.A. Comic Con. Uh, We could brag about all the guests we have on our live show happening Friday night, like Logic and uh, Gata from the show Dave and uh, Clown from Slipknot and some surprises we can't yet talk about. But 
we could talk about throughout the weekend, like Dwight Schrute of The Office is going to be hanging out there. Elijah Wood from Lord the of the Rings. voice of uh, SpongeBob, and they always have these... Uh, it's really interesting when you go to the LA Comic Con, uh, a lot of um, unannounced people just show up because they're fans. Uh, they like that world, and it's pretty impressive if you haven't been yet. So we'll be there Friday night for a live show taking over the main stage from 7 to 9 p.m. with a lot of stuff going on and prizes, and uh, I'd love you to come by and hang with us. Uh, also going to do some live musical performances. Very excited about the house band that will be joining us, uh, and a K-Rock band will be stopping by as well. So lots of stuff to look forward to on that Friday night We're show. We're going to be f fitting a lot in two hours. But the question is, and Jake the Nerd, even though he's still sick, will help judge this. What is the nerdiest thing about you? Everyone's got at least one. We'll start here, and then we'll go to these calls at 800-520-1067. Allie, what is the nerdiest thing about you? Uh, I guess it would be my love of puzzling and the fact that I've spent a good amount of money on puzzles and a lot of hours building things like 3D churches and tiny little drum sets that are hundreds of pieces and what do you I, do? it's Why something do you do that, that I... I I, ca I actually can't do it anymore because it ta I obsess over it and I won't sleep until it's done. It's kind of so like a boring old lady thing, though. Yeah, but puzzles are nerdy. And I've always been, like, I've definitely missed out on a lot of things with friends and stuff because I wanted to stay home and do a puzzle over the weekend. And that's why I, I was like, you know what? I got to just walk away from this. I you can't You said do to a friend, with any other plan on the table, including help me move or take me to the airport, I can't do it. I'm puzzling. No, I didn't tell them that I was puzzling. Oh. Got it. What did you say? I just said I can't. I'm busy? I'm busy, yeah. And then I <laughs> would just... Definitely not. But I would rather How just stay in happen? and puzzle. You'd rather do that? Yeah, it's so... Get, uh, I, I, especially once I got older, just smoking some weed, putting on a movie, and doing a puzzle. That is a great night to me. Figure out the puzzle that is your marriage. <laughs> That's what you should figure out. Unsolvable, my friend. <laughs> I'd like to do that puzzle. Why? Right What's there? nerdy about you? I, I don't really, think there's anything nerdy well, about you. Well, you guys all claim you make fun of me when I go to the pizza convention in, in Vegas, but I'm technically doing that for work reasons. But yeah. I do like that. There's an expo for pizza. I think that's cool. But other people think that's nerdy. I don't know if it's nerdy as much as it's, like, losery. Uh, no, it's not losery <laughs> at all. It's cool. Anytime you're passionate about something, that's where you are. I have to go to a do a Vegas for a pizza expo. Yeah, well, you do other things in Vegas. It's a great excuse, to be honest. I think most people that go to that thing. Yeah, but you, when you go there, you're like, I have to go to bed. I have to be there at the expo. Yeah, because I have to do this <laughs> dumb show in the morning. I think the nerdiest thing about Klein uh, is that no. he's, a, he's a radio nerd. Yeah, you Remember are. Remember, when he was a kid, he used to play a little radio in his bedroom because he yeah. didn't have any friends. Yeah, because I was and a child. Like, enact little, like, radio plays. Omar, because I was a child. I, no, uh, you were like 13. No, I didn't. That's not a child. I did until 24. And you still, still listen to other, <laughs> other radio just for fun. No, I don't listen for fun. There's yeah. nothing fun about the radio. It's very sad. It's a sad medium. <laughs> we can all agree. Go ahead, you're on Karen. What's up? I am a huge, huge fan of Fortnite. Uh, it's been out for several years now. And over the years, they've added characters from numerous shows, movies, Marvel characters, DC characters, Star Wars characters. And every time they add one of these characters... I, I buy it on the game, and I've spent well over $3,000 over the years. And I, as I've never played Fortnite, but the majority of the other people playing are like 12-year-olds, right? Yeah, I would say about 7 to 12 years old. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 21. Oh, man. And you spent $3,000 on uh, buying uh, limited Fort edition Fortnite characters? Yeah, so every time the skin comes out, let's say it's Spider-Man, that's $20. Every time one of these characters come out, it's about $20 every single time. And over the years, it's just added up, and I still continue to do it. Man, think of how many dates you could have gone on with that money. <laughs> you could have seen, seen real skin. 
<laughs> you have to buy skin on yeah. Fortnite. I don't need your skin, ladies. I've got the new Marvel I got skin. New Spider-Man. All right, hold on. We're not here to judge. Uh, Faith, you're on K-Rock. What is the nerdiest thing about you? Hi. Um, the nerdiest thing about me is probably that I own a lot of Star Wars memorabilia, and me and my dad combined have, I think, six or seven boxes of comic books from the 60s and 70s. Oh, vintage comic books. Yeah, like tons. What like is the Batman. best, what is the best uh, Star Wars merch you have? Oh, I have two very expensive lightsabers. The ones that, like, turn on, you hold them, and they like, pew! Let me get it real quick. I have... I want to hear it. I'm actually getting ready for school. Oh, cool. Can't go to school without your lightsaber. Oh, uh, (laughs) okay, hold on. Ready? Wow. So do you get angry that other people have kind of bandwagoned on the Star Wars franchise because you're like the original Star Wars nerd? (laughs) Um, I like when other people like Star Wars because then it gives me something else to, like, geek out and nerd, go, like, all nerdy on, because um, it's really fun. We can all agree that Jar Jar Banks is the best character ever, right? Oh, she's trying to kill me. I, 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 I give up. Uh, Zach, you're on K-Rock. Hi. Yo, sweet dips, guys. Sweet dips. What is the nerdiest thing about you? Yeah, so immediately off the bat, ten times more Star Wars nerdier than that last chick, sorry. Um, hands down, Jake would appeal. Magic, ten times, fifty times more expensive. I hold weekly magic nights. Uh, me and my buddies, either new sets coming out, our old fun stuff, Jake knows. Um, but honestly, cross down the list. Every- Jake, what's this guy saying? I don't know one thing you just said. He He's does- talking about how Magic the Gathering is a, m- a way more nerdier uh concept than Star Wars. All right, Star Wars, obviously Star Wars mainstream. Well, yeah. right, right. Magic is next level nerd stuff, but even some people, aren't there people out there that think magic is too mainstream and they're like doing like hand-drawn cards and they're like, mm, made up creature? <laughs> no, dork. Yeah, I feel like that probably happened. He also does his own tournaments, which is pretty cool. Uh, Do you, I wonder though how many people show that. up to the tournaments. Like if you're doing your own weekly magic nights, how many, how many people, people are showing up to this? Zach, how many people show up to this? Um, sometimes as little as four, as many as about 15 on average, and this is a Wednesday night. How many are smoke shows? <laughs> um, I don't know if I... As little as zero. Rate as many, them a hotness. As many as zero. Zero to ten. Francisco, what is the nerdiest thing about you? Uh, I have a bunch of nerd stuff when I was growing up, and like Star Wars, Magic, had vintage G.I. Joe's. <laughs> hold on, this guy, hold on one second. This guy, I'm bored with that. Hey, Dan. That sounds creepy. Uh, yeah. How much money have you spent on your nerd thing? Oh, God, at least $40,000. What? All right, here we go. Now we're getting something. That's the thing is being a nerd is expensive, yeah. man. If well, you're really into something. Because here's why. Because people like to one-up each other in the world of nerd. Like like that one girl calls and she goes, I've got two working lightsabers. And then someone else is going to call and say. I have four working lightsabers. Right, right. Or like those, I have the real lightsaber. And it's like none of you have the real oh, yeah. lightsaber. Right. They're, they're not or real. Like I have a handle that's signed by right. Luke Skywalker and, and They go whatever. next level. And then they go, okay, all right, well, you win this round. And then they just move on to the next thing. They what, have to have a nerd off. What have you spent $40,000 on, Dan? Uh, over the years, I've, I've gotten my collection to over 9,000 comic books and over 1,000 Funko Pops. 
Oh yeah, Funko Pop. Oh that's my a whole, God, that's Funko a whole Pops is something I will never understand. Dangerous world to get into because those come out limited all the time. You got to get one. You got to get there early. The whole store. So, that, that's so wild. Where do you keep your collection? Is it like on display in like creepy shelf form in a room or? Um, it's actually in three rooms in my house. Uh, it's in the uh, office. It's in the living room and partly in the bedroom as well. So it's a little bit everywhere. What does your wife or girlfriend think about this? My wife is nowhere nearly into it as much, but she's incredibly understanding. She's a Dodger fan. Ah, yes, yeah, that's important. I think that is really huge. You've Got to be with someone else who has another thing that they are super. Who's passionate just a about. fan of something else, right? Right, right. right. and that, that's a good argument to get into. I mean, if you're going to fight about it, this was the Dodger memorabilia room. Oh no, Mercy. Hello. Hi. What is it uh, that is nerdy about you? We've got uh, three day passes to go to LA Comic Con. We're going to give them away <laughs> to somebody. What do you got? I am a huge Avatar The Last Airbender fan. I'm a nerd for it, have been since I was small. I've watched this um, the entire show at least 10 times throughout my life. Um, and I just have tons and tons of merch, Funko Pops. Unfortunately, I still live with my parents, so it's all shoved in a closet. How but old are you? One day. Um, 23. That's, That's such a. I like this though because it's such a specific thing, like Avatar: The Last Airbender. That's very niche. That is my thing, and I'm going to be a super fan for that. I think that's true nerd culture. Do you think you're the biggest fan of that, like on the planet, or is there a bunch of people like you that have a subculture that are just a huge fan of that? What is it, Avatar? The is that the I'm, sequel to Avatar, or what was that, Allie? You no, know, it's it's the it's the original show. It's a cartoon. No, it's an animated series. Is that uh, the one with uh, that kid with that arrow on his head? Yes. Don't pretend you don't know, Jake. Jake, Jake, you're gonna judge. Jake, this. useless nerd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jake's the worst type of nerd. Every one of these nerds is better than Jake, by the way. Every single one of them. What are you talking about? They all have better things than you or you're into. Yeah, all and we have the same thing as me. Whatever. You spend you spend money. You brag about the fact you spend money on roadkill, stapled to other roadkill. <laughs> That's your big uh, thing that you buy. Stapled to other That's rooms. art, man. Uh, Sabrina. That's how it works. Sabrina. What's up? Sometimes super glued on it. Staple gun and hi. staple. Well, hi. What's nerdy about you? Good morning. I collect several things. Um, I don't know if it's to the point of hoarding, but. If you have to say um, it like that, if it you is. say it with that laugh afterwards, yeah. you're definitely De a hoarder. Yeah, definitely hoarding. Um, so, one of the first things I've ever collected was Barbies. Um, I was that little girl. I was weird and was like, nope, I'm not opening it. I'm going to preserve it in its box. And um, I thought I was done. I'm, you know, I'm much older now. And, um, you know, the Barbie movie came out. Um, I wasn't, it was okay, but I thought I was done collecting Barbies. But I, I was like, nope, I think I, I think I want to get the, I got the Barbie and Ken roller skating version of that. So you collect the stuff, you don't play with it at all. That's a weird thing, too. That is weird, even when stuff. you're a kid. Like, you have to be a real, real nerd as a kid to be like, I'm not going to play with this. I need to just keep it in a box and look at it. Abby. Hi. Go ahead. Why are you a nerd? So, um, well, I've been a nerd since, well, growing up. And <laughs> I have read and memorized the entire Marvel Encyclopedia. The um, I'm pretty sure it was a 2021 issue. I can list off every single Marvel movie in perfect timeline order, including Whoa. like different TV shows. Prove it. I could tell you the most. Prove it. Starting chronological order. Pictures. Starting chronological order in Marvel movies. Um. Yeah. Okay. So first it goes to Cap Captain America. Mm -hmm. Then. 
Captain Marvel, and then um, you have Iron Iron Man, and then you have um, Captain America, Agent Carter, Season One, Agent Carter, Season Two, <laughs> Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Iron Man Two, Thor, Avengers, Iron Man Three, Thor: Dark World. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. <laughs> and then Avengers Age of Ultron. <laughs> um, uh oh, what is it? X. <laughs> is that, that what it is? Is that it? Um, no, I'm on X. I'm almost done. Okay. Um, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> uh, you've proven to okay. us. Jake, I mean, uh, do we- hold on. 870 <laughs> said you forgot. Um, uh, oh, you went, you went out of order. Oh, I, it might have been. I just woke up. Let's start again. Let's start all over again. Omar, the Incredible Hulk. Should, do it again. Should she start again, Omar? From the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got to start at the top. Man, I'm going to be late for school. Finally, something Galaxy fans and LAFC can agree on. Flying Alley Show. Mornings on K-Rock. I'm not supposed to play this song now. Hold on one second. We'll give it to you on the flip side of this break. Congratulations, by the way. She was great. She's going to join us at LA Comic Con. We're going to make that happen. We'll be right back with MGMT. Act shocked when we play it for you after this quick break on K-Rock. K-Rock, Clown Alley Show. Without giving too much away, the song you're listening for from The Offspring is coming up very, very shortly. So be ready to call us, 800-520-1067, if you'd like to go to the 32nd Annual Sold-Out K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. But first, grab your Adderall. It's time for... Uh, wait. Where's my Adderall? Bob. Uh, hey! Get back here! No! Klein, I don't know who's the worst mush, me or you. I know I've mushed some things in my day, Bitcoin and Tesla being two of them, but earlier this year, you made your first appearance on Shark Tank. Your favorite was Mark Cuban. You said it from the beginning. And even though he was out on your idea, we had him on the show, and now he has announced that after 16 seasons with the show, <laughs> he is leaving Shark Tank. Yeah, I saw a lot of people tagging us yesterday going, well, you mushed another one. I guess after I'm hearing out. about Pie Wine <laughs> and getting poppers blown in his face, that was the last straw, and he just couldn't take it uh, anymore. I don't think that... My appearance on Shark Tank had anything to do with him leaving. I'm pretty I mean, look, sure. look, he's announcing it not far after your episode. Guys, he was on with us. He came on this show, which means that he interacted with you, Allie. He didn't announce he was leaving Shark Tank oh, after oh. he met me. He announced it after coming on this show and answering your dumb questions. Interesting. Let's move on then. No, <laughs> let's not. You've most Shark Tank. And we will get Mark Cuban on the phone. And find German. out. Yeah. It, I have his number. I'll call him right now. You're the one who has his number. Then you're the mushier one. No way. I'm going to say. If By the way, let me see. He's worth six billion dollars still, and he invested over the course of Shark Tank twenty nine million dollars in eighty five different companies. That's he, it. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's worth billions, and he's oh, he only invested twenty nine million. I was thinking on that show. I'm like, what? That, do any of these guys like run out of money? It seems like they're just giving five hundred dollars left and right, boob to boob to boob. And uh, now in the scheme of things, I'm like, he still has six billion dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm not supposed to talk about the stuff that got cut out of the episode because they make you sign a bunch of uh, rules and stuff. But whatever, I trust you guys. They, um, you should not trust us. One of the things that I think I said that they cut out of it, because you know those guys get paid per episode pretty well at this point, the Sharks. 
Oh, really? So, like, I mean, I assume they got paid, but I didn't know. They're, they're, I don't know how if they're much. getting like uh, you know friends' money and it's prime, but I feel like they're they're all probably getting a million, five hundred thousand million per episode that no they're shooting. Way. Oh yeah, no question. Now that show generates that's a cash generator. So I. I was literally standing there in front of them when I'm trying to get them to pony up, you know, whatever I was looking for, 200000 bucks or whatever. And I said, any of you could give me this and you would still be making $800,000 on the day just by us chatting right now. Like, me being there helped them get their paycheck. Now, I'm right. sure there's plenty of other people that also wanted to go in there and pitch their dumb ideas, but... I was like, you're still net you're prop. St you're still profitable on the day. If you, yeah. Even 50, if uh, fifty thousand per episode. <laughs> That's, That's it. Different. That is a big that difference. Is a, that was one million dollars per person. Uh, hold on. I mean, that's like five million dollars an episode. That's crazy. They're, they're making how much per episode, Jake? Fifty thousand. By the way, that sounds super low too. Yeah, they got. They need. Yeah, they, well, I can't believe your line got cut. <laughs> I mean, they're such good negotiators. It's crazy they didn't negotiate better deals. But I guess they're. Huh. I guess they look at it like fifty thousand dollars for sitting there for an hour. Yeah, no, it's not bad. Look, it's, I'm sure it's good pay. But also, they get in on some of these, uh, you know, scrub daddies and all the other crap, and then it ends up generating millions for them down the line. Yeah, but Cuban was saying that he he said, "quote He's slightly down on cash basis." What so I wonder, mean? like, over time, yeah, if mean? he's not making as much as he thought he was going to be making on all these companies. Like, eventually, if you're buying so many companies, the ratio, like, the probability of you being profitable on every single investment is lower. Yeah. I don't know about business. Well, he remember he told us when he was on with us, he's got to keep, he started this website just so he could keep track of which companies he even owns. Yeah. And yes. it's, he's a big fan of time. He has to go to his own website. He's, yeah. he's all about, like, time is the most valuable thing. We don't have that much of it and da-da-da. He now just doesn't have the time to even devote to all these companies. Yeah. So it's a good thing that he, he and I are working together. That's important. I, all I, right. I actually told him F off. I said, <laughs> I don't need you. All right. It's the beginning of holiday party season. There's going to be holiday parties pretty much every weekend from now on, unless you work for this company, of course, in which case our holiday party is at 1230 on a Wednesday. But... Why do people really go to holiday parties? They ran a study, and they found that over half of people attend holiday parties only for the free stuff. They go there for the free food. They go there for the free booze, the potential for some kind of Christmas bonus, or some kind of a cool raffle where they can win a big screen Christmas TV. Christmas bonus. What? What? What's that? Oh, sorry, that. Omar. It's um like at some other companies when you uh -huh. do well, they give you like more money at the end of the year. Oh, like if you're an employee and you, you work your ass off mm -hmm. and you know you see an improvement on the ratings, yeah. oh, they they give you this um, like a, a, a compensation. Yeah, like, like think they about pay, that. Hey, nice job, that, my fellow employee. Remember that year when they got us a shirt. The sweatshirt. Uh -huh. a a oh it's yeah, K-Rock sweatshirt. Oh, that ugly ass sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah. Think of that times like a million. That was no, oh, but but, wow. the, but that was a terrible year because they said uh, we're canceling the holiday party because of COVID, but we're going to give everyone <laughs> a that, sweatshirt. No, no, they didn't. No, they, didn't, they said like a, a nice. I forget the word they used. A generous. Oh yeah, something, something instead. They used a couple of adjectives that led us to believe that like we were getting a nice little cut of the nice little <laughs> check coming our way, and they're like, oh, here's. Man. Here's some shirts. At least we like a hundred dollar gift card or something like five, that. Well, you know? one year I think they did give everyone a hundred bucks to uh, DoorDash or something. That was probably oh, that the, is, that that is was the best. That, that was the that best. Oh, thing, that's right. Best thing this place yeah. ever did for us. That was yeah. cool. Um, almost half of people also said that they admit they go to the holiday party, load up on food and booze, and then just leave. Oh yeah, that's that's the, the best. That's the best. Yeah. That's the only good part about the holiday party being downstairs. You can just go down and be like, "Hey, what's up?" And then load up your plate and go right back up here and just eat in silence.
People love, listen, free food motivates maybe more than anything. And I know companies try to get creative and they try to like dangle that someone's leaving here, like you said, with a big 75 inch TV. Right. And then it always ends up going to like Shelly and sales. And everyone's like, God damn, Shelly, one day, like every year, her house did 19 and she's like, TVs. I don't even watch TV. I know. <laughs> That's the worst. Our house is just TVs and cats. And you're like, God damn, she wins again. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, we kick off a brand-new hour of the show right now. Someone way smarter than we are is on the phone to explain one of our many, many confusions. Uh, Angelo on K-Rock, what's up? Hey, hey, guys. Uh, yeah, so I was going to explain cash cash basis. So basically, if, say, if you invest $10 into uh, a company, the company's worth now $20, so you're technically, like, it's valued at more. But on a cash basis, so actual cash received back, you've only received back, say, $2. So you invested 10 it's worth 20 but you've only received back in cash flows $2 worth of cash. So that, that's basically what it is. <laughs> okay. All right, thank Did you. Did I just make money? What happened? I think we just got paid. Great. Is this the... Is this a... Yes. I don't know what sweet dibs mean. I, you guys never explained it. Sweet dibs means a lot of things. It can mean any, it's like a Warshaw test. It can mean anything to anyone. Mm-hmm. Sweet dibs, sweet divots. Uh, Omar, this is the original. Omar's got the original. This is uh, this was actually happened uh, during an old people's secrets. One of the first ever old people's secrets we ever heard on K Rock was sweet dibbit. That was the original. We tr- we spent months trying to figure out what that woman was saying. She speaks in code. She's uh, unfortunately no longer with us. I think the sweet divots lady has passed away. Aww. But we are letting her legacy live on by wishing each other a sweet divots. It's just a fun thing to say. That makes me sad that she's gone. I wish we had gone to her service. Some people say it means sweet living. Other people say it means sweet dying. We're not really sure. Sweet divots, sweet dibbins. But regardless, we say it to each other. And hopefully that answers your question, Angelo. I think our answer was a lot more clear than your little thing about cash. <laughs> this hour on the show... Have you already regretted one of the purchases you made for Black Friday slash Cyber Monday? Today is technically Giving Tuesday, so if you have anything left from all the spending you did, well, today's the day you're supposed to donate it to a worthy cause. Oh, right. But let's talk about those things you bought because the clock was ticking and you felt like, I need to get this, and now you're it's arrived, you know, what the hell did I get? Or I went you, down a rabbit hole yesterday. I, I, I as well, and I said I wasn't going to. So the question is, uh, what do you regret? We'll get to that later this hour. Got some old people's secrets to get to. The same place that brought us Sweet Dibbits will bring us a brand new secret so that we can live forever. And um, we've got a song that could very possibly change your life. And that is coming up very shortly here on the world-famous K-Rock. So be ready to call 800-520-1067. Once again, 
The Offspring Self-Esteem. It's the last time I'll remind you. When you hear it, call us up. Win big. It's all happening as we kick off a brand new hour of the show right now on K-Rock. K-Rock, we are Klein Alley Show. I don't know if you heard, but Christmas is almost here. And uh, decorations are popping up every single day. It's another house on my street. Like, all of a sudden, they did it. And a lot of companies, more so than I think ever before, are doing the uh, walking around going, Hey, how would you like us to put up the lights? Our lights, our equipment, we'll put it up, we'll take it down. Oh no God. harm, no foul. Some it's people so expensive. Some people claim that that's not even... Re- like, if you do that, you are not even really doing it the right way. If you... Oh. If if, you just oh, I wish something. I could get to that level, if, dude. Are if you, you kidding if me? You hire, That's awesome. But, but Omar, this is, once again, not your stuff. It's not like some guy you hire to come. He's got a nice ladder. He's going to come hang your lights for you. There's a company. They bring the stuff. Yeah. They they no, set no, it up. Are you sure? No, I think you have to buy You design it, no. and then they, I, keep, they store it for you. I saw a place the other day that said, you don't need any. We come. We give you a couple of options. They show you pictures. Oh, I want wow. my house to look like that. They put it up. They set it all up. They take it all down and yeah. uh, done and done. I have done. no problem with that. You I don't think, think that you awesome. don't think that that is um, stolen valor? Yeah, it is kind of like stolen valor. Omar's Why? doing. By the way, well, hey, dude, dude, dude if on. I ever get to that point, I am doing that right away. Omar, where I could afford that? Are o- you kidding Omar me? And steal the valor because you could fall and die on that ladder. Omar's doing something. He's doing his own stolen valor. You tell me if you think this is questionable. This move, Omar. I have some uh, evidence to play for you in a second. But listen to what's going on. I know because you know Omar spent all Thanksgiving getting his house ready to go. And That's true. This yeah. guy doesn't half ass it. He takes. He doesn't. I was do- the guy. That yeah, I put the uh, lights on the you know the, the second story uh, everything yeah yeah I go all out. So you're walking up on the roof doing yep. a staple gun and all that doing crap. All that. And yep. it, did it take you one? How long does it take you? Is it one full day? Uh, it's two days. Two wow. days. Yeah. But like days, full days, like a full day, like you can't bother him. He won't take his phone uh, it, call. It, well, it, yeah, it's it's one full day, and then I got like another half day, and then I have to reassess the situation, maybe move some stuff around, and then go buy more lights at the Home Depot. <laughs> Every year, you got more. Every year, it's crazy, right? You go like, I, I bought more last year. Last year was cut, but this year, for whatever reason, more need need to be purchased. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so what what are you doing this year? Listen to what it's not even about his lights. He's got a thing on his front. Uh, I think it's nice. It's I'm not, spreading Christmas cheer, man. It's it's gonna backfire. Go ahead, tell Allie. So, uh, one of my pieces that I you know decorate with it's a uh, it's a mailbox and it says letters to Santa. So kids around the neighborhood, if they do feel like inclined, they could drop a letter to Santa. And I think it's uh, nice, and you know, people get all geeked out. And I had uh, the very second day that my display was up, I had already a couple of kids come and they dropped a note for Santa. Okay, but what are you doing with the notes for Santa? Yeah, because it's mail fraud. Because this is not a U.S. It's not a USPS approved postal. I I open it up and I read it and I get a kick out of it. So you just uh, have people drop mail in your fake mailbox and then you read open open up their fake mail. It was just a letter. There was no envelope or no. Are you going to fulfill the? Are you going to fulfill the wishes, Omar? Because they assume. Once they put this letter in, it's going Why are you to the, twisting this around the and North Pole like a, like a bad thing. I'm just you know I'm just trying to keep the spirit and the magic of Christmas alive but, here, guys. But, but, no, the magic and the spirit of Christmas would be if you actually gave those letters or sent them off to one of those services that actually does that thing where they, you know, respond and they stamp it from the North Pole and they write back well, to the kids. Well, there's no return address on this, so well, I can't do that. You're just opening up the kids' letters and having a laugh <laughs> yeah. in well, if your house. Santa, you're supposed to know where they live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, by the way, Omar's got all these ring doorbells and surveillance, so I asked him, all right, if kids are really putting the mail in, let me let me see it. Listen to this, Sally. These are kids. This is You're going to hear all the joy of a child around the holidays. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to help. We're in the regular, it's say, Merry Christmas, you let them know. 
they're, they're they're deciding whether or not they want to put it in or not, and then I guess uh, they go up to they put the mail they they put the mail in the stupid Santa letters to yep. Santa mailbox. It's not stupid, it's awesome. And then listen, they ring his doorbell, which by the way. Annoying too, by the way. Like you got to deal with this now, where they want to make sure that the letter gets to them. Because everyone, how is that annoying? I love that. Did the you answer? Kids, the, did, did you answer the door? I was not home at this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I <laughs> pretended not to be home like every other <laughs> <laughs> responsible adult. Merry Christmas, and we left a note for Santa. I hope you read it. Have a very blessed holiday. <gasps> uh, Merry Christmas. It's awesome. Ask kiss. Those kids. You are, see, he uh, told. He said, "I hope you read it." You is me. I, no, I, no, these kids you. were probably so bad this year. First of all, yeah, yeah, yeah we're back. Hello, to, yeah, we're the same Good kids. Samaritan. We, we egged your house on a Halloween, and now we're back. <laughs> to try, listen, they told me to stay blessed, dude, man. They, 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 listen, they're not saying they hope you read it. They think you've got the you got the hookup to the big man because. I hope you read it. Have a very blessed holiday. It, 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 once again, I hope you're reading, not you as in Omar, the guy that lives on the street. They want okay. they want that to go to Sam. They're not wasting time. Why don't you put a different mailbox out there that says letters to Omar and see how many you get in that box? I don't want letters to Omar. I want letters to Santa because I, I want to bring... To I want you too. <laughs> I would, Jake, I'd like to see your letter to Omar. Hey, Omar, for Christmas, there's this pair yeah. of Jordans I want. Will you get I them for the me? Hit the brakes, kid. I don't uh, have money. Yeah, this is great. You do have money. Omar, how many letters are you going to go through? Uh, because what's I gonna, don't know, but you, I could read you what they what these kids uh Oh, yeah, read me, the, read me the letter. This one says, Dear Santa. Okay, once again, already not intended for you. It's right <laughs> out of the true. gate. Yeah. It, it not, I was like, let me open this, Dear Santa. <laughs> yeah. Eating cookies while you read uh, it. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We hope for good presents this year. Hope we're not on the naughty list. Sincerely, Anthony and Darius. Yeah, they're not, by the way. And then there is a picture of Santa here, and he's like, ho, ho, ho. And then there's a weird, like, smoke-like thing coming out of his mouth. I don't know what that's about. It's probably his beard. Cool. He's probably trying to draw his yeah. beard. Omar, yeah. you think uh, for even a second these kids were thinking, yeah, Santa's cool, he's got power and all that, but he's probably going to set up a second mailbox in Rancho Cucamonga? Are you kidding me, dude? Everybody knows that all these you know, assistant Santas at all the malls and whatnot are, you know, assistants, you right. know, uh, but, but, to Santa. So but, I am one of his assistants in these kids' minds. Yeah. Well, you know, you hear these stories every year. I'm about, a Santa like, assistant. Like local You're jealous, dude. No, no, I'm not jealous because Omar. Yeah, you're total because jealous you're, because you don't do crap for your, uh, you, you, for your house. You, you, you don't decorate for your kids. There, all there you is, do is you put this weak-ass Christmas tree by the fireplace. There's a tree, there's a tree up. Janky. There's a tree I've up. I've seen that. It's I've not, seen the pictures of your bogus tree, dude. It's not janky. And you just take them to malls and then show them Santa and then say, I don't want to Wait in line. Yeah. I, I wait for Santa. Yeah. Listen, I gave you a great hack Just last wave year. by. You yeah. wait for Santa. No, you wait for Santa by the break area when Santa goes on break. And then when they, instead of the long three hour line to meet Santa, when Santa takes a break every two hours, you wait by the break area. And when Santa walks out behind the thing, and he you starts just to, get a video of him. And, you, and, you, and you, say, you tell the kids, give him a quick high five and yell something you want at him. And, and it works great. And that's the joy of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> K-Rock, it is Klein Alley Show. That song seemed to fire up the phones here. Let's figure out why uh, as we say hello to Michelle in Studio City. Hello. Hi. Hi. Why are you calling? Because I want to win tickets to, to Christmas. You're the 20th caller, which means we get to deliver the good news to you. You'll be going. Yes. I'm so excited. Uh, it's going to be Congratulations, happening. Birds. Congratulations, Birds. Congratulations, Birds. You earned it. Uh, the offspring, the band Yay, you just heard, will be there. You'll be there as well. Hey, uh, thanks for waking up with us. Greatly appreciate you, Michelle. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, there she is. Studio City represent. Um, the next song we'll be listening for will be happening. Could be with us, actually. Later this morning, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Other Side. When you hear that on K-Rock, 
call in, and just like Michelle, you will be into this show. Sold out. The only way to get in is to win your tickets. Stuck how, with us. <clears throat> how was your Cyber Monday? Well, I bought something that was really stupid, and I forgot I bought it, and then it arrived, and I thought to myself, I'm never going to do this thing, so I'm... I did you buy mostly things for yourself, or did you buy things for holiday gifts? I, I, Al, uh, Al, listen, you know, the reason for the season is greed. <laughs> and I bought stuff. Just check that letters to Santa Box. For myself. <laughs> uh, first. I don't know what other people want. I don't even know what I want. See, that I ran into the <laughs> other side. Like, it was the other problem for me where there were a bunch of things that I didn't need, but they were super, super on sale. And I was like, I'll figure out who to give this to later. So I'm just going to add it to my cart. And now I have a stainless steel flask set that I got for $12 and I don't know who to give it to. Yeah, that flask is one of those gifts. You think, oh, my friend so-and-so likes to drink. They'll love this. But and this is like a cute bougie flask that you can use for tailgating. No one's bringing... What the hell? Who does the tailgating? Yeah, no one's bringing a flask with them. Like, it, but it's, it's a little flask like container with little baby cups. You know, the last time I used a flask was in high school and I thought it was cool that I had a flask. But it, but it, but it's a different cool flask. Yeah, that's going to suck. No, 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 no. No one it, wants that. It's, it's, I can't wait to the, you give that to the relative. And I've they, had like five flasks. I've never used one of them. Yeah, I, I have flasks that I don't use either, but this is different, guys. Note to self, get Jake a flask this year for Christmas. <laughs> I'm going to give him this flask. The thing I bought myself, you guys are going to mock me for, is a... I don't even want to say it, actually, because I don't want to deal with it. Come on, tell me. Let's move on to the calls. Come on, say what it what, is. What is the thing that you oh, purchased that it's, was... It's going to be some sort of organizer or something again, or some sort of weird thing like no, that. No, you're not totally... Oh, yeah. You know what? Klein totally does... Wrong, he Omar. buys six... Twice a year, he will buy a planner. Once at the beginning of the year, and then once around now, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then you kind of have that moment in, in the middle of the year, too, where you're like, I got to get my life together. So sometimes in the summertime, <laughs> there's a random calendar I do give my, I do give myself the pep talk it's time to get my life together yeah and i've been doing that talk to myself every year usually twice a year and then during a meeting i'll see him write down a date for something like okay yeah that's coming up on the first and he right. writes it down yep. and i think to myself by the end of the day this planner is going to be gone yeah yep. yeah and i usually find it at the bottom of my bag at the end of the year almost almost at the point i could return it except that it has food stuck to it so yeah. i can't you lose things so quickly this yeah. morning you just you lost a breakfast bar you're so pissed I'm off i'm really it. mad about that <laughs> i got a, brought a breakfast bar for myself that was not a black friday purchase i did get a breakfast bar and i've lost it already yeah. uh, i didn't need it i don't know where it is no. somehow between my car and this studio i've lost it's my gone. breakfast bar okay not happy about so it. what what did you do I, was it a planner it was a thought planner called a... A thought planner? Called, That's even worse. It was called what, a, the, what, what kind of hippy-dippity thing are you I doing I need to now? plan out these thoughts. There's too many of them. <laughs> I, what am I going to think about tomorrow? I bought a dumb thing called a gratitude journal. <gasps> you bought what? a gratitude but, journal? This is something Allie would buy. I know. I'm returning it. Sending it back. No, don't return it. Give it to me. You know, I see all these uh, talentless losers that are achieving great things in life, and they all seem to, and I think it must be like a uh, a prank they're pulling on the rest of us. You see all these people, you go, this guy sucks. And you go, oh, he's crushing it. And, he, and, he, and then they, every once in a while, they go, the secret is I have a gratitude journal where I write down what I'm thankful for, and mm -hmm. then uh, next thing I know, boom, success, money, yeah, because riches, it, it women. it changes your perspective on your life, and it makes you focus on what you have rather than focusing on lack and, oh, God, blah, this thing sucks about my life. And you think about all the negative things, it changes the way your brain works. All right, well, I'll tell you what I'm about to lack, a gratitude journal, and I'm going <laughs> to send it right back <laughs> to Amazon. I, Come I, on, Klein, will you just do it? Do not, it for a week. I'm not doing it. In fact... 
it, it's really wild because I wasn't obviously looking to buy a gratitude journal. I was on Amazon looking, you know, just scrolling aimlessly like everyone else going like, ooh, let's see how cheap laptops are. Let's see how cheap this is. And then it's, it pops up. They must know me. They're like, gratitude journal, 99% off. Like, you know, next six minutes, get it now. For yes, a, and I was that's like, what was happening to me. It was like I had six minutes and it was 90% off. But Klein, and I was there, like, there was something inside of you that decided... I'm going to get this gratitude journal. And that's the part of you that you need to just expand. Well, the thing arrived, and first of all... Wait, do they give you, like, little... Because, I mean, there are only, like, you know... How many uh, things are you grateful for on a daily basis? They're probably going to be the same thing. Or uh, does this thing have prompts for you to yeah, kind of, like, so you know, get your... Th I opened it up, and already I was stumped because it said... Stumped? <laughs> yeah. Because it was a blank page, and I was like, ah! <laughs> it had no almost right. It's got little spaces where you can write stuff in, and I know there's probably people that do this every day. Yeah, that's and called a notebook. Allie, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> spaces to write stuff. You, oh, it, it Are you has, talking about paper? <laughs> uh, it's just flat yeah, stuff. Are you I, new to this? Place? It has like lines, but they're not vertical lines. Allie, you open it up. You open it up, and it says like, "What is um, what is one nice thing you did for someone today?" Yeah. And Great. I was like, I can't figure this riddle out. <laughs> I got to get out of here. And I, I, and I closed the book. And I ran away. And I, I, it. And I haven't opened it up again since. Okay, but you I, can you can skip. Don't feel shy about just skipping ones that you don't relate to. Most of them I can't relate to. It, it's a lot of what Did do you... Did you bring it in? No, it's it's at home. I was going to send it back. How much is this thing? How much is this thing? I, I think it's usually forty bucks, and I think it was nine ninety nine for 40 part. Wow, for you spent ten whole dollars on that. Ten bucks. That's you got a, ripped off. Yeah, you did. Thanks, guys. Ten bucks, Mike. What is the biggest uh, regret you have from a purchase you made within the last week for either Black uh, Friday or Cyber Monday? Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, this is going to be a future regret. I got three sons, and I bought them all dirt bikes. Whoa. Oh, you're so Whoa. cool. You're father of the year, man. Yeah. What are you talking about? Regret. No, but you know what? He's right. There are certain gifts you buy because you, you get caught up in the moment of, my, my kids are going to think I'm awesome if I buy this. And then you realize this is going to result in, like, think of all the hospital bills he's probably going to have to pay as a result. Right. Like, yeah. It's going to be one of those things that's like a never-ending. Eh, if his kids are pussies, then he'll go to the hospitals. But if his kids are great, they're rad kids, <laughs> they're going to be fine. Yeah, Why? they'll win him competitions and make him money. Yeah. Why are you future regretting this purchase already? Have they arrived yet? Um, no, I have an 18 year old that spent a lot of time with him in uh, the ER, and you know. Yeah, see, that's why. See, that's exactly <laughs> oh. why. It's gonna be a lot of hospital stuff. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I do that. Too. Well, listen, we'll take the calls in a second. How are you gonna keep those? Eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. You just made the purchase, maybe even twenty four hours ago. You already regret it. Were you doing drunk shopping, perhaps? Or you thought, oh, this is going to be awesome, and then it arrived and it sucked? Uh, regretful buys you made for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. We'll get to it next. What? All right, it's K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Perhaps you are receiving packages as soon as today for stuff you ordered on uh, Black Friday and or Cyber Monday. It was yesterday. And it's weird that you would regret something already, but it does feel like there's a lot of pressure. Buy now, buy, buy, buy while you can. And now there's that moment of potentially being basking in the feeling of regret. So what did you buy that you already have deep regrets for? For um, instance, 714. I thought I got a sweet deal on a giant beanbag chair. It was marked way down, so I bought the thing. It arrived only to find out it was just the case for the beanbag chair. <laughs> now I need to go find a place to buy 20 million beans to make this thing work. <laughs> and I can't return it because that's the other thing is sometimes they do that whole... Like, uh, no returns accepted. This is like a one-time flash yeah. buy. It's yours, and it's yours. Enjoy it. 
it was weird, like the, the pop-ups that I was getting that I usually ignore, but they were like, if you spin now, you can get, you know, 60% off six different items on this website, but only for the next five minutes. And I got really sucked in. And now I'm like even reviewing what I bought because I can't even remember. 818 was uh, super excited because they got one day flash pricing on a ticket from Alaska Airlines that I bought for a trip I wasn't even going to go on, but they were so cheap. Thought I was going from Burbank to Vegas, found that I bought a ticket from Baltimore to Vegas. Oh, my God, no. So, so now they have to figure out a way to get from here to Baltimore to use that ticket. And I don't think that's, like, uh, exchangeable either, if that was, like, a flash no, day price. No, definitely not. 323 said, what are you living in the 80s, Allie? Nobody uses flasks anymore. People just drink blatantly out in the open. Yeah, that's and I just what want I to thought. clarify something. What I bought is actually called, hold on, a vacuum bottle. It's not called a flask. It's oh. a vacuum bottle oh, so it's less cool. drink set. Someone's going to love that. Oh, I don't have a drinking problem. This is not a flask. It's a vacuum no. bottle. It is All a right. vacuum bottle, and it has three little cups. Georgina, what is your biggest regret as we now sit only a day away from Cyber Monday and only a few days away from Black Friday? I regret forgetting to push buy on my Amazon cart, and now everything's full price. Oh, oh you, man. you found a bunch of good stuff. You put it all in, and then you never hit the final button, so it just sat there? I, I thought I did, and then I looked today, and it was like, no, you didn't buy it. Oh, and the price, price all jumps right back. Yep. How many things did you have in there? I had about two different things for my record collection, and now they're all full price. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that feeling of oh, almost had this thing for cheap. I mean, imagine, Allie, if I had to deal with the regret of paying full price for a dream journal. Or if you had spent $40 <laughs> on that gratitude journal, oh, you man. would have nothing to be grateful for. Hey, Mike on K-Rock, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Clyde, maybe your gratitude book is by your energy bar. <laughs> no, my energy. No, the gratitude. And then journal when you find is, your bar, you can write about how thankful you are that you found it listen, in a book. I made an impulsive buy. I thought it was going to be one of those things that was going to change my life. I opened the book. I'm not going to be the type of guy that's ever going to use the phrase, I'll call you back. I'm journaling. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that's not going to be my future. And that's the end of it. Omar and Ali are trying to convince me keep it for a week so I can you can all make fun of me on the air. Yeah, no, I, not just to make fun of you. I really want to see. I know Omar wants to make fun of you, but I want to see what you learn in a week. And if you ha create this habit for a week, that's the thing with the planner is you buy the planner and you don't create any kind of habitual use of the planner. I so got plenty of habits. I got a lot of bad habits. I don't need more habits. I know. I'm saying you need good ones. Hey, uh, what is the biggest regret you have? It's only been a few days since uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. What's up? Hello. Hello? Yeah. What's up? Uh, I bought a wreath. It was about $50. It came in, and it's just a piece of cardboard. Like, it's a printout, not the actual wreath. Oh, it's a wreath? Like a Christmas wreath? Yeah. It was $50. It was super <laughs> excited. All decorated. And then I get it, and it's just a small picture of a, on a stupid piece of cardboard. And, <laughs> yeah. But, 50 bucks for nothing. So yeah, you I gotta start making those and selling them. Yeah, that's, that's like a great that, scam. There's a lot of people that are making big money on just uh, idiots online. Like, remember the time I thought I got that sweet TV, right? Oh, didn't you buy a picture of a TV? It was a picture of a TV. <laughs> oh, it, was yeah. a, it was a picture. Of, that was like the flattest flat screen ever. And I couldn't believe how cheap it was. Yeah, you also have to check sizes, too, because I bought the tiniest trash can one day, and I thought it was, like, huge. But the picture, they make it look bigger than it is. Well, you can take that flask you bought and put it in that tiny trash can. No, it's not a flask! But make it all worth it <laughs> vacuum bottle. Uh, this is Klein Alley Show on K-Rock. we got Lincoln Park lost for you now, and then we'll get you into an L.A. Kings game coming up.
Grab your Adderall. It's time for some ADD news. My therapist says I'm good enough. All right, as I said, it's Giving Tuesday, meaning now that you spent a bunch of money on Thanksgiving dinner and a bunch of money on Black Friday and a bunch of money on Cyber Monday, it's time to open your hearts and wallets just a little bit more for those in need. And it's obviously a good thing to do, and they're making it easier than ever to donate with these very helpful tips on how to not get scammed. Do research about an organization. Check the name and address and registration status, and you can do that on the California Department of Justice website. Scammers can also make Make fake and look-alike websites never pay with cash or if they ask to go to buy a gift card and then give them the number of that card also don't do transfers like Zelle because those are nearly impossible to reverse but again easier than ever to donate man I've done some of that stuff it's so much easier to spend money on yourself than it is to spend money on other people I don't know why it's so complicated like scammers love to harp on a good cause and make it a, a, a payday for them and also, what's going on with all the giving pledge billionaires? You know, all those billionaires that were like, hey, we're going to give away half our fortune or the majority right. of our fortune to all these charities. That still happens. And, yeah, but I don't think it's happening. Like, at this point, Giving Tuesday should be covered by the billionaires. I got Yeah, uh, call Cuban, dude. I got Yeah, I, like, I, come I can on. use a cool mill. Donate, like, $500 million, everybody. On Like, those people, if they donated $500 million, each of them, on Giving Tuesday, then the people who are, like, hardworking, you're you know, You're sucking the spirit out of this, Allie. It's supposed to be, you're supposed to feel good about doing, you're supposed to say, look, I've got a lot more than a lot of people that are struggling, and I'm going to help out, even if it's just 10 bucks or 20 bucks or a meal, you're supposed to feel selfishly good about the fact you did it, but the idea is you're supposed to spark uh, whatever. I don't know. Ha- write about it in your journal. Happiness or generosity or something like that. Yeah, but also, there aren't a lot, like, if you're doing really, really great and you have the money to spare, great, but I think a lot of Giving Tuesday ends up being a pressure from people that really don't have a lot of extra money. And then they feel guilt-tripped and feel bad about not giving on a time where they are kind of strapped for cash and they're getting ready to spend even more money for the holiday season. But yeah, but maybe there's the thought right there, right? Maybe the thought is... Like, growing up, this was always one of the hardest things I had to accept, but my parents would have... We'd have one present every year that we got to open, but we didn't get to keep. Oh man! Isn't that isn't that some sort of mental that warfare? Is, whoa! Yeah, wait, 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 wait! So you open what? it and they said, "This, do you like it? It's going to someone else." Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh yeah. There and was it was a, always something we wanted. The thing I got the most excited about. No. No. It would. No. They would. No. 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 Oh yeah. Dude, that I was is like, so damn, dude, that's cruel. No, that no, is no. cold. They would adopt a family every. It would, I don't know what the process was. I don't. They remember. would adopt a family every year. There, there was a family every year that you could quote adopt. And then by that, it meant you basically would learn a little bit about the family, and then you would oh, get... Oh, that sounds awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it sucks when you're a kid, and the thing you wanted is going to go to Jonathan no, but next... You, uh, but you learned... Dude, uh, dude I learned uh, honestly, behind the, behind the scenes, you're one of the most generous people I know. You probably did learn a valuable lesson from your parents for, because of this. Well, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that lesson. And but and every year, and I said, why do we have to go through the process of, of opening it? Why can't we just send? Like, yeah. why can't you just send the gift to the family? Why do you have to go through the fact that the thing of opening it? I think that was it? just my parents sticking it to me. I think that yeah, was because the, was, the fact that they wrapped it, it and had you open it, and then they just what did they rewrap it and send it in the mail? 
Yeah, I wonder what happened next. We would open the presents, and then we'd get excited, and then they'd say, these ones aren't for you. This is for the family. And then we, they would take them back. And then they must rewrap them. And then I guess they... No, because I don't think they were allowed to be wrapped. I think it had to go through the organization uh, or something. But why would they... You're right. Why would, why they, would they wrap... wrap it for you? Why would they wrap it and make me open a G.I. Joe thing? Did you I was do the all, whole, like, shake, what is it? Yeah. And then they'd be like, it's going to Jonathan. His dad can't work because he's got no legs. And I was like, oh, man. That it's a Nerf gun. I really wanted that. All right. SoFi Stadium has earned itself a new title. You decide if it's a good one or a bad one. SoFi and Allegiant Stadium in Vegas are the two newest football stadiums in the country. And Allegiant, I think, cost upwards of $2 billion to make. SoFi, though, cost $5.5 billion to make which means it has earned itself bougiest stadium in America. And it, it is pretty bougie there. Yeah, it's the 260 luxury boxes. It's the 26 concession stand, which is, which is more, I think, than any other stadium. 167 bathrooms, which I also believe is more than any other stadium. And it's the most expensive stadium by far. Yeah, I mean, I, I love, I mean, look, I've been it's very beautiful impressed there. there. I've been to sporting events there, concerts there. It still has that new stadium feel. And anyone who's been to a Dodger game knows when you go to a place that does not have new stadium feel. Yeah, or those like old vintage stadiums like Lambeau or Soldier right, Field. Right. Like, even on TV, you're like, damn, that looks like a janky ass. And look, there's something cool about you. have pride in that as well. Of like course. In the old ones and like the caked on, like, you know, decades and decades of whatever. But there is something, that new stadium feel is something nice yeah, about like it. Yeah, like in the Bay Area, they had the old, you know, Kizar Stadium, and then they had, so then when they tore that down, everyone was pissed. It was like, no, you can't get rid of this, the old standard, but then you go to Levi's, and you're like, man, this is a nice stadium. Yeah, so, so it's far. always you're going to miss the old and love the new. Yeah, I think SoFi's great. I mean, the parking situation, there's garbage, but that's how it's going to be everywhere. Yeah. Um, one of the first great Christopher Guest movies ever made and one of the best comedies ever made was This is Spinal Tap. And oh, I love that. it's such a good movie. And if you like any kind of mockumentary movies, it's one of the best ones ever. And now it's getting a sequel 40 years after the original. <laughs> I didn't know that the original was made in 1984. I didn't realize it was That's that crazy. old. But Rob Reiner announced on a podcast that he's in the middle of getting a, a sequel of Spinal Tap ready to go. And that he's going to start filming it in February of next year. And that... Like Elton John and Paul McCartney and Garth Brooks are in it. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That sounds <laughs> like, awesome. What the hell? Yeah, it sounds amazing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And the originals: Christopher Guest, Michael McKean, and Harry Shearer. Uh, I think the lesson we can take from the Coming to America sequel is that if you wait 40 years for a sequel, it's always going to be worth it, right? Oh, definitely. That's no one's going to be disappointed. This is a Chili Pepper song. Unfortunately, it's not the one you should be listening for. That is Other Side. It will be coming up to get you into Acoustic Christmas. We are Klein Alley Show, K-Rock. This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, good morning. Welcome to Just After 9 O'Clock on a Tuesday. Giving Tuesday, it's uh, created a lot of confusion on the text line. Yeah, someone said Giving Tuesday. I've never even heard of this. Isn't that just called Christmas? No, no, no. Because this is supposed to be where you give to worthy causes. It's Christmas you just give to your, like, you know, annoying cousins and stuff. Kids. Yes, but you also can give to families, people who don't have stuff for the holidays. It's a charity and that's thing. what that's like, you know, when they do Toys for Tots and right, that kind of thing right, right. is also a giving Tuesday but for Christmas. Yeah, we have something coming up. We we will announce it I think next week, uh something we're gonna do with the show. Actually do a little good deed for the people. That's our plan at least. We'll see if it backfires, but we'll give you the details. It'll be a good chance for us to get together and hang. 
If you're uh, having FOMO or you miss seeing our beautiful faces live and in person, remember Friday night, you can find us at the uh, L.A. Convention Center for L.A. Comic Con. We'll be out there for Friday Night Live. Uh, it's a two-hour live show we'll be doing with a bunch of guests stopping by, live music, interaction oh. games. It's going to be National a- Anthem, Allie? Allie will probably kick it off with the National Anthem. Yep, why not? Watch Ali get mocked by everyone at the L.A. Convention Center. Oh, it's going to be a great time. Anyway, that'll be happening on uh, Friday night. Tickets available. Details, I think, are up on our socials. But we'll be giving away tickets all week like we were doing earlier today. There's a theory, guys, that Ali has. It is the dumbest theory I've ever heard. It is about her and her level of attractiveness. (laughs) Do not go anywhere until you hear this because I hope you react the same way I did. My eyes are still spinning. They look a little red and dry. It's wild. (laughs) After Foo Fighters, you'll hear it. It's K-Rock. All right, get ready to have your minds blown with a theory that is so preposterous. It's not preposterous. And I think it works for everybody, technically. K-Rock, this is Klein Alley's show. Allie just got back from some Thanksgiving travel, and she had an epiphany when she was away, and she wanted to share it with all of us. As soon as I landed in Colorado, which is where I went for the Thanksgiving break, I thought to myself, oh, my God. A whole new world has opened up. I'm hot. I'm Colorado hot. All of a sudden, I went from a four to an eight. Klein, I'm not kidding. When I saw everybody at the airport, then I went to the Walmart. Oh, I was a, ba- a ten a- in the Walmart. Airport is a bad gauge of anything. Because even LAX, you can find algos at the airport. Okay. Yeah, that are traveling to Colorado. And that's why I'm a Colorado hot. And, Colorado and is the, the whole time the bu- I was the there. You're comparing yourself to Buffalo? What? Colorado buffalo. That's what you're comparing yourself to, no, or no, people? No, people, oh. not animals. I was going to say you're a buffalo. <laughs> right. I was going so to so so agree with people. Allie. She's a buffalo eight for sure. <laughs> no shut quote. up. In the world of buffalo, Allie's an I eight do easy. have the same shoulder width. Same. <laughs> same Z's. Who wore it best? What's your question, Omar? Uh, so you notice people staring at you? I was getting checked out left and right, especially okay, by, by, when by, I was by in by the checked Walmart. Out, what, uh, I mean, did it have anything to do with that weird thing on your lip? No, it had nothing to do with Great the, the zit on my lip. Allie had a herpes. Very visible. Right. It wasn't a herpes. It was a zit on my lip. I let everybody know when I got there, and right. it was a non-issue. You everybody just- in Colorado? <laughs> <laughs> I told, I told wow. everybody herpes. when I landed. I, told I have herpes. I have herpes. I have herpes. Stop it. I have herpes. I'm hot in Colorado is the point that I'm making. Uh, well, let me get this straight. And then as soon as I landed back in Burbank, I was I was like I turned into a pumpkin again. I was so bummed. <laughs> let me ask you. <laughs> a serious follow-up. So everyone is in Lululemon pants again. A serious follow-up question to your dumb thing. <laughs> Did you not just say, because I think we were laughing over it, <laughs> you were at the Walmart? In Colorado. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I went to Walmart okay. three, three days in a so, row. Okay, so here we go. Now, so Allie, once again, we've we've given this theory before on the air that, you know, you're you're a Whole Foods 2, but you could be an Aldi 5. Right. Or, or you know, you're an Irwan Yeah, but I'm a Colorado one. Walmart 10 client. Okay. And I could go out for the night in just jeans and snow boots and a North Face jacket, and right. I was hot and dressed, at, you know, I looked so, hot. So move to Colorado. And be, I, and be hot. But I don't think that you're hot. What well, In Colorado, I am. That's the point that I'm making, Klein. No, no, no. No, no, no. I, I, I are could, we not? I don't feel like we're speaking a different language. If I flew to Colorado and I looked at you, I would see exactly what I'm looking at now. <laughs> yeah, because you know about all the hot L.A. girls. Right. But That's if you right. never knew about them... 
Oh, you would I just see. think Hold that, on. you know, eventually, and eventually you'd forget about all the hot but, girls. But, but by your theory, if someone grew up in a cave and lived in a cave and only knew one person, they no, would think that was the hottest not, person. That's on a very extreme example of it's what I'm saying. the same example you're giving. I'm saying that in certain states, like think about the state where you're from, right? And what was the hotness factor there? In the state I was from, well, it went down when I was born. But before I was born, uh, you know, it was, uh, it's like a, it was a major city. So I get a mix of everything, but not, a, but. But, but, but you six? go to here to LA and the, or, and yeah, LA and Orange it's County. it's all skewed here. Exactly. It's all skewed. But and say, so is prices go, and everything else. Rent, all that stuff is skewed here. I know. And I'm saying if you go to another state, I'm hotter in other states than I am here in this city and state. Uh, well, I don't think we can. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. Uh, Kevin on K Rock, hello. Hey, how you doing? Great. Um, you guys are amazing. Are you listening from Colorado? <laughs> what? No, oh. I'm a California guy, but right. I know what you're talking about because a California ten is like not attainable. Right. It's it's almost impossible. Six two six said, "I think that the high altitude in the Mile High City got Allie lightheaded, sick, and delusional." Oh, that's what it is. Okay, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Rock Klein Allie Show. Get your tickets to go see the Kings in just a moment, and we'll get into some uh, clickbait. If you've ever been wondering what is the most stolen item from a five star hotel. The rich people live differently, and they steal differently as well. We'll get to that in clickbait, and just how many people are being cheated on. We'll break that all down with actual data and stats in just a moment when we hit clickbait. But first, Allie's theory that she's uh, an eight in Colorado is getting a lot of uh, response on the text line, 800-520-1067. Allie is on to something. Before meeting my husband, I was striking out big with online dating in California, changed my profile location to out of California, and made multiple connections in a few days. 818 said, Allie is hot in Colorado, hands down. Meanwhile, 323 said, I live in Colorado and Allie is a six. See, there you go. That's who's listening in Colorado right now. It says you can't go around claiming you're a different number in a state you don't live in. 562 said different states, different standards. My nephew says there's only ugly people in New Mexico, and he goes over there and is treated like a god. 951 said Allie has a point. There was a TV series hot in Cleveland. That being said, Allie is still ugly. Wonderful. Thank you for all the participation in helping us solve this riddle. Hi. And Not I think, a riddle. I think uh, 323 put it best on the text line. Uh, a packet of saltines sitting in a kitchen full of food is useless to you, which is why it will sit in a drawer. But if you're living on an island with nothing to eat, you better believe that'll be like a filet mignon wrapped in a lobster tail. All I want to so, be is somebody's island saltine. Allie is a saltine. That's on an island. Today's show. Uh, let's get to clickbait and find out what the internet's good for, which is riddles and mysteries. We get to the bottom of all of them right now on K Rock. Bait. All right. Bait. Bait, we'll start with this one. This is the new percentage of people that they believe are currently in a relationship that they have been cheated on. So you have been cheated on, but you are still in the relationship. What percentage of people, hmm. Allie, do understand that there was cheating. They, it's, not, it's not like they don't know about it. They know about it, 
but they decide to stay in the relationship anyway. Man, I I think the number's high. I think it's like 50%. You think half of all people that have been cheated on stay in the relationship? I know. I'm just from the people that I know that have been cheated on and still stayed in the relationship. I mean, someone I know was cheated on for years with dozens of different people and stayed in their relationship for years afterwards. Damn, really? Yep. Uh, Omar Khan, what percentage of people that have been cheated on have decided to stay in the relationship? You know, it's funny because you say 50% is a lot, and I agree, it is a lot, but I'm going to go even higher because I think people have a low self-esteem, uh, and they also feel like it's, it'll just be a lot harder if I go out and pursue another relationship, so I'm going to go 60%. Jake the Nerd. Uh, I'm going to say uh, that people that know about it, lower, uh, 25%. It might be 60 for people who don't know, too, but for, for know about it and stay in it, 25%. Well, right. We're not talking about that, right? I don't know, I don't know what he's, he's adding. Answer. He's just adding <laughs> yeah. stats. Uh, what just this, happened? What, I don't know. Yeah, it was so I simple. I think he's confused well, he, he about the relationship part. You have to part. know about the cheating, right? That's, that's the only right. stat I have. Exactly. Of course, it's, all, it's probably 100% for people who don't know. How does your brain work, man? <laughs> With math. So I the, don't know that you're cheating, but I'm just going to break up. The number of, we'll start with this number, which is not what I asked you, but this will answer Jake's weird comment. <laughs> 40, oh, so it makes sense. No, it does not. Nothing you said makes sense at any point. Forty percent of Americans claim they have been cheated on. Okay, so almost um, half, yeah. Almost half. Only twenty-five percent of people Ooh. stay in a relationship. One. Shut up, Jake. Oh, God damn God. you! Boom yourself. <laughs> Tw- only twenty-five percent of people. Yeah, that was not a strong claim. I, I'm trying to <laughs> turn his mic off. Right, now I'm mad at you. 25% of people stay in the relationship after they find out they were cheated on. And obviously there's a bunch of reasons. Could be kids, could be whatever else. But that, yeah. I, I still find that. I mean, there are good reasons. There are some people that just, you know, made a mistake, whatever. I One in four, though. I mean, that's... That's a lot. That's still high. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. I would have assumed, like, 99% of people are like, you cheated? I'm, I'm done with this. And then 1% is like, ah, I don't want to pack my stuff. Yeah, but, but sometimes you got to figure out the way the, the way the pros and cons and figure out if the relationship is worth working on. All right. Move on. Okay, I'm just saying people cheat Babe. sometimes, and it's a whoopsies. Yeah, in Allie's marriage, uh, what's the situation? Allie's being cheated on, and she fits in the stats. All right, this is the number one item that is stolen from five-star hotels. Now, once again, this is the very di- five-star hotel. I think is a different situation than a two-star, three and a half-star, whatever. These are the luxury top-end hotels. Number one item that is stolen. New research just out. What do you think it is? So these are the Ritz Carltons, right? Yeah, the Ritz Carltons, the Four Seasons. Yeah, I've the, never stayed at one of those. I'm trying to think of some of the other nice uh, Holiday Inn by the airports. <laughs> no. Ali just stayed at a bougie uh, hotel not too long ago, right? Yeah, and that I took a five star? The, I took the pillowcases. That was a four star, but still wow. very expensive. Allie Crazy. took okay. the pillowcases. Yeah. Uh, is that your guess? <laughs> no, no, no. My, my guess is the bathrobes because at those nice hotels, they have really nice terry cloth bathrobes. Yeah, but I also feel like... Wait, they the... give them away, though. They're... No, 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 no. no, no. no I, I oh, think no? at the nice ones, they're the ones that will tell you if you like this robe, you can buy it online or get it at the gift shop. Wow. And if you take it, they're gonna they're gonna bill you, they're gonna bang you out for it. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're way more like that's the thing is everyone thinks, oh, steal from the nice hotels. But I think the nice hotels know they have good stuff 
and they're way more on top of it. Yeah, Whereas but, the crappy hotels are kind of like, eh, a couple of towels went missing. Who's going to know? And also, you don't want to steal the towels and the pillows and stuff from crappy hotels because they're not good quality pillows. You want to steal pillows from a nice hotel because they've got that nice feather stuff in the middle. That's the stuff you can't even find online. Right. On this Giving Tuesday, when you're going to steal from a hotel. <laughs> uh, they have enough. They're Ritz. Uh, Allie says uh, bath. her guess is it's the bathrobes. What is your guess? No, number one um, item. You know, I've uh, had the pleasure of de- DJing at these five-star uh, five networks. I've uh, had the pleasure of staying in one. But I have noticed that a lot of artwork isn't nailed to the uh, walls. It's not like permanently secured. So I'm going to go with some sort of artwork that's being uh, stolen from the uh, property. All right. Man, I wish I could go back to that hotel. Jake the... <laughs> Jake the I didn't know they don't nail it down. Jake the nerd, you got a guess here? <laughs> no, I don't think it's something that's uh, not too on the nose that you want to think of. Like, they're going to steal batteries. Batteries. You know, it's interesting. Uh, batteries What's... is not the number one uh, one, but batteries is in the top five what? of things. It that, is? Oh, yeah. People batteries? Are, they're, they're opening up the uh, remotes and they're about to check out. They're like, Dude. take these batteries with. <laughs> really? I'm, I'm not kidding. It's on there. Wow. I was okay. surprised to see that. That was one of the more shocking things. These are the most commonly stolen items from five star hotels. Pillows made the list, blankets above that. Artwork, Omar. No way. Oh, nice. Cutlery, dishes, anything, any of those little glasses they have in there. Sometimes they got a little coffee maker in the room, oh, sometimes right? they have those little espresso cups. Yeah, the mugs. Makes you feel all fancy with the tiny handle. Those all get taken. Number th- four is pens. Three is hangers for, you know, abortions. Oh, okay, no. Those are like <laughs> the nice wooden ones. Oh, right, right, right. can't right, do those right, with right, that. Right, right. Two... <laughs> Two is Allie knows. (laughs) (laughs) She's got splinters. (laughs) Allie has three kids. All full of splinters. Three. uh, Number two is bathrobes. Number one, still, I can't believe it. Towels. What? Really? What? It is still the most stolen thing. It doesn't matter. Nice hotel, crap hotel. People love them towels. Wow. So there you go. All right, last one. Quick bit. Fake. All right, do that. Especially those pool towels, those nice ones that are all stripy. Yeah. yeah. I don't like it when there's someone that's like guarding you when you leave the pool. And they and make, make, those little shorts judging you. Make you drop that towel and can't bring it up. Because it's not that you can walk from the pool to the uh, room in that towel. You can pretty much know this towel's coming home with me. Yeah, but exactly. Gotta, but you got to get out of the pool area first. And you just have to do the walk of shame in a wet bathing suit. On, a- <laughs> on a- average, uh, men spend seven hours a year. They've admitted to spending seven hours a year doing this. On average, men spend seven hours. It's that end of the year time when they start calculating. You spent this much time doing that and this much time doing this. Men have admitted that this is what seven hours of their life every year is spent doing. I'm going to guess. I'm going to go back to cheating and say uh, DMing people that they like on Instagram. DMing. Yeah, like flirting online. Flirting. Seven hours. Hmm. Omar? Uh, seven hours. I was going to go with, uh, you know, pleasuring themselves, but seven hours seems like a little, uh, uh, too, not, not enough Not time. enough, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Seven hours. Seven hours isn't a lot of time. A, a, a year? That's what I kind of uh, thought. It's really not that I'm, much time. Uh, man... I am blanking on this one. Jake, mm. move on. Let's just move on. I'm blanking. Omar wow. spent seven hours coming up with the answer. <laughs> yeah. Jake, uh, seven hours, what a guy spend doing. This is just a man thing, not women, apparently. A man thing. Oh, man. 
Uh, no one knows. I was, was going to say going <laughs> to the bathroom. You better schedule those improv classes, huh? <laughs> what is it? What did you say, Jake? Uh, before you said it's a man thing, I was going to say going to the bathroom, but uh, I don't know then. All right. Well, everyone loses, I guess. <laughs> Come uh, on, I guess. Men have admitted that... Uh, batteries. They, they, they I think batteries. they steal batteries. They, on average, <laughs> seven hours a year are spent when men are hiding in the bathroom. Oh. Ex- extra bathroom time, not necessarily going to the bathroom, just looking for peace or quiet. Dude, Johnny does that after the show every day. <laughs> he's in there for a while. He's like, uh, gotta jump out, but I don't think he ever does. I think no. he's just hanging out in there. <laughs> Jumping out his thoughts. <laughs> I definitely hide out in the bathroom quite a bit. Uh, this is K-Rock. You feel smarter now? Good, we've done it. And his new canon is called Loving You on the world-famous K-Rock. We're going to get the hell out of here. I saw Nicole Alvarez strutting through the halls with confidence. She'll be in here in just a moment, 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock, and another chance for you to get some tickets to the sold-out show happening at the uh, Forum, 32nd Annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Your final reminder, because it's coming up shortly, is... Um... Hold on, i got to look again. I forgot. Mm. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Other side. Uh, other side, that's right. When you hear other side, Red Hot Chili Peppers happening very soon, be ready to call and win your tickets. The number remains the same, 800-520-1067. Also, I should mention, if you're just joining us, uh, there's a little article written about the show, and I know a lot of people are too lazy to sit around and read an article, and this was pretty long, but you do want to know a little bit about where we came from and how we got started and how terrible the beginning was for us here at K-Rock. Well, the good news is we uh, asked Vanessa to read the entire article, and it's been released as a limited edition podcast. Uh, Here's just a tease. This story takes us to the beginning, then back to the future. There's no better place to put this pen to paper than sit down, chat with the current morning show, K-Rock's Klein Alley Show. Three words best encapsulated some emotions that have surrounded the station of late. So there you go. Mm. Uh, it's a beautiful story as read by Vanessa. Uh, it's definitely worth uh, 23 minutes of your time today at some point to listen to it in its entirety. It's great. It's All right. so long. It's so long. So long. I and love it feels longer ha- when she reads it. It feels much longer <laughs> for the Even longer. So. All, All right. right. Takeaways. What do we got? a one my takeaway is Santa has property in Rancho Cucamonga. Yeah, we did learn that. Omar's got stolen valor and he's committing... Santa's ma- assistant. Mail God fraud. Mail fraud. No. Mm. Kids are putting uh, letters in Omar's mailbox for Santa. Now Omar's uh, opening their wishes. You like that movie? <laughs> opening their wishes. You like that movie Wish, dude. Not good. Right? You like that guy? 562. My takeaway is R.I.P. Klein's Breakfast Bar. I found it. <laughs> Take that. And yeah. where was, was it? it? Do you want to tell everyone? It was under a piece of paper in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> and that was after he spent 10 minutes in his car looking for it. Yeah. 213, my takeaway is Allie is a Colorado Walmart 8. And 562, my takeaway is throat goat. Enough said. Allie's mom is the throat goat. Mm. Runs in the family. That's the noise, Allie. You only get that when you... Go, every, it's funny, every time we say throat goat, Allie gags, but it's great because her mom doesn't do that. Oh. Oh! Uh, Omar, what is your takeaway? Uh, my takeaway is that being generous is overrated. Tis is tis the season for greed. That's right. Tis the season for greed on this giving Tuesday. <laughs> uh, beautiful words uh, right there. Uh, thank you, Santa's assistant. Uh, Jake the You're Nerd, welcome. you got a takeaway? Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, get busy sweet dibbing or get busy sweet diving. Beautiful. Well said. Allie, takeaway? My takeaway is three words that best encapsulate our show are hate, tolerant, love. Specifically, the morning show, hate, tolerant, love. 
Beautiful. Well said. <laughs> Have a great rest of your day. We'll do it again tomorrow. Try to do it better. For years in the meantime, Goat Line open now, 844-956-GOAT. Hit us up on the socials, Fine Alley Show. Omar, stutter us away. That they, 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 they feel that, uh, um, uh, that you know, they that they feel that, uh, that, um... There's a lot to unpack from that episode of Klein Alley Show that we just listened to, but since we don't actually know what episode we just listened to, let's just say, man, those people are all sorts of fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can say fuck now. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Also, if you like podcasting, there's live podcasting. It's called the radio, and you can listen to us live every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. on Rock 106.7. We wouldn't tell you if our jobs didn't depend on it. So, every once in a while... Listen to the live show. It's happening on K-Rock every morning, like Ali said, 106.7. You can stream us as well and tell some people, like five or 500 people. Thanks a lot. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Fuck. Go away, coyote. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.